Welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, Dirty and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge. What's up, people? What's going on, Sarge? Another week. <clears throat> I told you, flying. Each week flies. It's you, absolute flies. You know what's funny, though? Like, after the show happens... I have like three days off. I have like Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. I spend with the family. I do errands and stuff that I have to do. And I'm like, oh man, Sunday. I was like, I get, I start getting stories immediately after this. Immediately after this show, they're already submitting stories in our submissions for next week. Okay. And it's crazy to me. Like, I'm like, oh, it's, it's going to be a week from now. And then it's like, whoop, here we are. Another week. And it's, it's like 70 stories. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to get down to 30 of them. I got like 30 of them. Right. It's, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, welcome everybody to episode 285. Uh, some some housekeeping news here. Uh, just to let you guys know we do have this podcast on audio formats, and Spotify has sent out information to me to take this and uh, make it a video podcast over on Spotify. I don't know when it's going to go to video, like Joe Rogan has it on Spotify, but uh, video will happen with this show on Spotify. But up until then, if you Watch this and you listen to it like a radio format where you're not actually watching us and you're actually listening. You can listen to us after the fact on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and like 15 other podcast sites, whatever you use. So make sure you go check those out and, uh, you know, give it a like, give it a thumbs up, give it a give it a review. Do do something on whatever pod, podcast format, but we're everywhere. We're everywhere. Um, so check those out. Uh, you can also help us out on this on this channel. If you want, if you're listening on Twitch right now, you can become a subscriber for $4.99. Uh, you can hit the follow button for absolutely free. Or if you're on YouTube, you can hit $4.99 to become a member or subscription is free. Or you can just go to Streamlabs uh, for uh, a, a minimum of a dollar. You can become a member over there, monthly payment there. What's up, Sarge? I don't know. I think I I I, I touched something in the uh, in this meat. It's never, it's never good. No, it's the the closed captioning came up. Yeah, while you were talking. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, yeah, like, it? yeah. Oh, let me see. Like, I, like, like, I want to watch. Like, I want to watch Japanese movies through meat because oh. the translations are so damn oh, yeah, good. Look at it's that, in... that's 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 crazy. Yeah, it's it's working. It is crazy. That's really well. Wow. Like really well. Like like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Wow! Oh, look at that! It got it. it, it, got, got, it. it. Wow! That's that's crazy. That's, that's incredible. That's a, that's a, that's amazing. Sorry, we're watching a, a the text in this. We use a we use a Google Meetup or whatever it is. So this is this is crazy. Let, let's not get off track here, Sarge. Uh, Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. We're here live every single Thursday, eight p.m. Eastern, right here on YouTube and Twitch. And you can watch us after the fact over on the YouTube or listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm. Uh, we also take Super Chats. If you have Super Chats, if you have a question, uh, you can put a Super Chat in there and we'll read it on air. Um, on today's episode, Amazing 
we got we got a lot of stuff, Sarge. Got a lot of stuff. Uh, let me let me bring up the. We're gonna be talking about. We're gonna be talking about. It's so good. Gotham Knights release window? Question mark. We're gonna be talking about Bioware has no plans of taking Star Wars away anytime soon. Don't know why they had this article, but we're gonna read it. Uh, we're gonna talk about De Devolver Digital selling some shares. We're gonna be talking about Take Two. We're gonna be talking about EA. We're gonna be talking about uh, Midnight Sun, the Marvel game. Uh, we're gonna be talking about Twitch. We're going to be talking about Xbox and the meta of Game Pass. We're going to be talking about Battlefield 19 or 1942. We're going to be talking about Battlefield 2042. We're going to be talking about Activision a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about Activision and Blizzard. We're going to be talking about Left 4 Dead and Back 4 Blood. Talk about Netflix. We're going to be talking about Marvel Avengers. We're going to be talking about who's the most hated company in video games right now, Sarge. Well, we're going to talk about that. Uh, no contest. We're going to be talking about uh, the numbers for Game Pass, or actually say India, the number of gamers in India. We talked about it two weeks ago, I think, or last week. We're going to talk more about it because more information's out now. Um, we're going to be talking about Game Pass. I already said it multiple times, but we're going to be talking about Game Pass. We're going to be talking about Fortnite a little bit. Uh, we're going to be talking about PlayStation Plus. We're going to talk about New World, Halo Infinite, a new Marvel game coming out or in in the works we're gonna be talking about nintendo our favorite GameStop, and i think that's about it oh and cyberpunk this closed captioning is so good that i want to make a sound effect to see how it spells it what's that i said this closed captioning is so good that i want to make a sound effect just to see how it would spell it like oh. <laughs> what, what is it oh you got it it doesn't do that doesn't do it. All right. It doesn't do it. Doesn't spell it. <clears throat> All right, Sarge. So, what have you been playing this week? Besides the obvious. Besides Hell Let Loose. Besides, besides the obvious. But you could always you could always give us an update on Hell Let Loose. That's all right. We don't need an update. I'm 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 still I'm still working on the uh, other characters right now. Uh, I'm really really trying to get the anti tank up. I want the anti tank gun. Uh, I really want it bad. You need to be level six. I'm only level three. So it's going to be a little bit of an uphill grind because everyone's starting to realize what it is. For which, for which so, one? The, the yeah. anti-tank? So in, anti in, order, in order to build the anti-tank gun, you have to get the anti-tank soldier to level six. Oh, level six? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So, here's, so here's, here's my... I'll talk about it a little bit. Here's my thoughts about the opening of the game. Because of the way the game is structured and because the... Certain classes don't unlock until level three, five, or six, depending on which character you are. Hmm. That the people who are just playing this game right now, in order to hold them over because Battlefield's around the corner, once Battlefield and COD are out, and the majority of people who want to play those games move over, what we'll be left with is the hardcore people who like that type of game. And so you'll get rid of a lot of the trolls and the bullshit and those people will level up their characters to where they're supposed to be. In which time, when Battlefield or COD get boring or dull, and decide they want to come back over, they will be at a severe disadvantage because they don't have the ability to construct the weapons needed that somebody else is going to spread on you. So in reality, this game is going to be a worse difference than what Battlefield was when you walk in in the middle of a season. Right, right. Like you got, right. you got, you got colonels out with all the with all the uh, weapon attachments on their guns, 
and you're like level 20 and you barely got any like so i'm 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 willing to see what will happen for level loose when that actually happens when you have an actual team who's high level and know how to play and communicate it will basically look like you just feeding paper into a shredder that's that's basically what it is. I'm here to play hell let loose. <laughs> and, and they're just and they're gonna just they're gonna just steamroll completely over you. Well uh, what's happening with Hell Let Loose, yeah. So Call of Duty came out today or yesterday, today, right? So those people are gonna leave Hell Let Loose. Next week, anybody that's left over from Battlefield, like waiting for Battlefield, they're gonna be leaving. And then you're just gonna start getting the guys. The I'm sorry, the crazies. The people. Yeah, the crazy. Okay, yeah, I did. Yeah. We did have a girl. We did have a girl in our squad last week. <clears throat> her name was something mama. She, she was high though. You could tell yeah, she, she was. was she, yeah. she was giddy and just running yeah, at people. She, she came in and she's like, "Oh my god, they're taking this seriously." Like, <laughs> we're like two on the left, two on the left. All right, throw the grenades down. All right, there's a guy over here. Cover fire. Spot him. She's like, it's, it's, you could tell she. Him. You could tell she was talking either to I don't know if she was a streamer or if she had a boyfriend or something in the background. But she's like, yeah. they're. They're taking this really seriously. Like, oh my god! Yeah. She's like, "Let's get him! Let's get him!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was, uh, it was pretty fun. What were you gonna say more? Yeah. So besides that, I, I did download, and I know it's older than Dirt, but it's on Game Pass, and you know all about Game Pass, don't you, bro? So I, I downloaded uh, Rage Two because I remember playing Rage One. Oh. And I wanted to see what it was. And How's it, that? It, 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 I can't, I can't seem to get into it. Like, I want to play it. But I can't seem to get into it. It has the same type of feel as Rage One, just expanded, like a sequel is supposed to be. Okay. Right. You still have the Wicked Glaive, like the thing from Crawl. Yeah. Except this one's only got three arms instead of five, but it's still the same thing. It's a glaive. Right. Right. You got the glaive. Ammo is very limited. Right. So you can't go gung ho. Uh, the enemies are a lot more intricate, detail wise, and they play well. But I like the open worldness. It's almost kind of like a how the open world is for, I want to say kind of like destiny where it's like in sections, but it's open. Hmm. Like you can drive through this. Like, oh, you got a, you got a nice little off-road gun uh, car from Mad Max with double Gatling guns on it. You can run over people. It's interesting, but I can't get into it. And I can't imagine I was going to get into it at all when it first came out because yeah, I had no interest in it. Right. I had no interest yeah. in it. I yeah. still have no interest yeah. in it. And, and, and here's the thing game game pass. We'll talk about it later. But games that come on Game Pass, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm right. Good. Even I, even though I haven't played it, like Biomutant's out. I tried Smash. Bio, I tried Biomutant's out on on Game Pass. Right. I wanted to play it. I was like, ah, eh, maybe I'll maybe I'll buy it. Right. When it first came out, I was like, nah, it's not gonna be good. I waited. Now it's on Game Pass. It's free to me, and I'm like, eh, I still don't know if I want to play it. Right. I still don't know if I want to play it. But yeah, that's that's the way it goes. Um, I just started playing. Today, it's a it's a beta. Isn't out on Game Pass? Yes, it is. Biomutant's coming out to Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. I saw an article about it. Okay. Um. So I started playing Lost Ark, which is an MMO. <clears throat> it was free weekend. Oh well, doesn't matter. If it was on Game Pass and then it wasn't on Game Pass, I'm not playing it anyway. Doesn't it doesn't matter. But thank you for the info. So it was only for the free weekend. Um, so I'm playing Lost Ark today. I played for about four hours, three hours, almost four hours. I like it. It's a, it's a, it's a game. Uh, it's only on, uh, it's only on PC. It's only on PC. Um, it's, it was out in the, it was out in Korea for like 
two years. Is that right, Water? About two years? Okay. And now they're bringing it over here in the States. Okay. It's a real flushed out game. It's got um, voice dialogue, like, you know, audio. Uh, the combat's good. Right now, I am a gunslinger. I made a hot-looking gunslinger. Like, she's hot, Sarge. She's a smoking redhead. Okay? Smoking redhead gunslinger. And uh, it's awesome. The gear that I'm getting is, is, is cool. The, the abilities that I have is cool. Uh, the, the skill trees and stuff that I'm uh, playing a little bit. I'm, I'm, like, brand new. Know nothing about this game. I've just started playing it. Um, I like it. I like it. it. It almost, because I've been playing Marvel Future Revolution, I know it's on the phone, but I've been playing on PC, it almost feels like that top, you know, the same type of style type of thing. Uh, I'm a little annoyed. You can use it. You can use a controller. Okay, you can use the Xbox controller. And I, it took me about an hour and a half to get used to like the the schematics of it and and use it. But the mouse and the keyboard, I was I was all over the fucking place. Because it's a point click move with the mouse. You know, like move the click and then click it, and then your guy moves. Or you can hit T and he automatically runs. But then targeting, it's so much easier on the controller. You can just turn the controller like the analog stick towards the direction you want to fight and then you start shooting that way so really cool really cool game uh i'm looking to dive more into it every day it's it's a beta right now for about five days i believe it goes um actually longer than that it's a week long it's a week long uh it's like seven days so i already made a second character because i want to i want to see what the blade character does um i forget what it's called i forget the i'm sure they'll Tell me do in I have chat. To look, do, I look, do I have to look at this game up now? Do I it's, have to look up Lost Ark? It's a good game. It really is. You would you would like it, Sarge. You would like it. You would you would you would dive into it and you would be lost and we wouldn't see you. We wouldn't see oh, you for a while. Uh, what like like another Warframe? Yeah, yeah. Well, not Warframe. I would say more like Warcraft, World of Warcraft. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. a it's an MMO that you go. Yeah, it's 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 really cool. It's really cool. So, um. So that's what I've been playing. I've been playing that. I've been playing Hell Let Loose. Uh, I played a little bit more of Moonglow Bay. Um, getting ready to play Forza Horizon 5. So next week we'll talk about that. Uh, what else we're playing? I think that's about it. I think that's about it. Anything else you've been playing? Um, the only two things I think I downloaded were Rage 2. And there was something else I downloaded. And I can't remember. It's the only thing I loaded it up now. Like I'll, you know what happens? You're sitting around, you get bored. You look at your games and you go... All right, what's next? You know what I couldn't find? And I, I, I don't mean like I couldn't find it because I wasn't like actively looking for it, but like it wasn't like on the front page. I'm like, okay, there it is. Let me see it. Like, where's the games for gold? Like what page on the home it, screen? Gold is games, gold games gold? are automatically in, included into to Game Pass, I believe now. Yeah, but where are they located? Like, what do you, where is it? If you just shows, scroll like, down hey, the main page, the games. if you just scroll <clears> down put, from home and then hit the D-pad a couple times and you go down, it, 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 should, it should tell you like gold games or somewhere. All right, uh, let, let's talk about the. Let's talk to or ask questions to to Mo. He's like the uh, official, non-official Microsoft yeah, fanboy. I'm confused. I'm confused about you. Mo. I'm confused about Mo because you guys had these conversations before and and on the show. So is Mo in favor of Game Pass, yes. even though it's out of control? No, no, he's in favor. He he's loves. He loves Game, Game Pass, Pass, even though he likes it. No, no, he loves Game Pass. Okay. Yeah, Mo Mo loves Game Pass. Mo's Mo's a Game Pass pro. Yeah, he like, loves he loves Game for Pass. Game Pass. Yeah, for okay. Game Pass. Yeah. Okay. Loves it. Sorry, I don't want to put I don't want to put I don't want to put words in Mo's mouth, but he, he loves it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just scroll down. You'll find it. Yeah. Okay. I just don't scroll down far enough. I'm like, what's this crap? Nope. Not here. I'm out. Like, got to roll. No. No. Nobody cares, Reese, what you love. We, we care what Mo loves. He's a Microsoft. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Krabs, listen, listen. It's listen, Krabsy. It's gonna move fast. It's gonna be one of these things where everybody doesn't like it. We're gonna and that's gonna be your only choice. Your only choice is gonna be giving Microsoft fifteen bucks for twenty nine ninety nine a month. That's what it's gonna be. It's gonna yeah. be a sad day. Yeah. It's gonna be a sad day. Watch. It's coming. It's coming quicker <laughs> than you think. All right. I want to talk about a couple of these. Let's let's get let's get some of these things out of the way here because um. I don't want to say out of the way. Bro. Out of the way. We have a these lot of are, stories here. We got we got a lot of stories to talk about. We got to move. We got to move. We got a lot way. of stories. Okay. Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. Uh... Next. <laughs> what well, what else is there to say? Gotham Knights. Great game. Well, no, we we been for a year. We we know Next. we we know it's uh it's delayed. But fans, Gotham Knights release window potentially leaked by the official promo art. Okay. So fans of Gotham Knights is releasing in 2022 for a while now, but a recent promo images may have accidentally revealed when next year. I love this. this they're, they're looking at it. Is there, a, is there a number somewhere? Let me, let me bring this up, Sarge, because can you see anything on this picture that may have brought it in? What gave it away? What gave it away? Is it the snow? Are they looking at the snow and going, that means... That means it's coming out Christmas next year. Is there a number somewhere that says like a month? Like I don't, I don't see anything. Does the N I spell something? Does the bat look like something? I, I don't honestly don't know. I'm gonna scroll down. We're gonna find out. Okay, but I don't see anything. Maybe the lights right here. Maybe the light equals a one and like a seven, and it, and they think it's like January seventh. I don't, I don't, I have no idea. All right, let's see, let's see. Gotham Knights, both trailers were hyped, including both. Okay, now, of course, uh, it was easy. You want to know more about the games. For example, perhaps biggest thing is the actual release date, which comes out. Uh, however, it seems uh, one developer has narrowed 2022 down by accidentally leaking Gotham Knights release window. Uh, Jin Park, who's the art director and designer from the company known as uh, Roken, has listed experience working on uh, the art concept and design by WB Games, Cadillac, uh, Cybex, Monkey Shoulder, and more has also personal website details as much of his work possible. It seems like he accidentally let some of his work on Gotham Knights released a little early. So it says Gotham Knights 2022 spring. Oh, spring. No Sarge. shot. No shot. You think you don't think it's going to come out then? No shot. <clears throat> I mean, you, all right. So you, what you're saying is you want to come out. You want to come out right after. The largest, the largest collection of games ever coming out in February. You want to just kind of throw your game out there, in the middle of like a ten-game release window. You want to put your game at the end of that window, hoping someone will get done playing those ten games and have room for your Gotham Knights, right? No. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, no. If it does come out, here, here's my biggest problem with this game. They showed gameplay over a year ago, and we haven't seen gameplay since. Okay. When they showed that, they talked about it as a single-player slash co-op game with leveling, and I think there's going to be some sort of loot system in it. I don't want to say it's a looter, but it's more of a, you go around collecting and you level up your character and find different, like, there's two things that popped up on the screen for, like, resources to, like, level up or something, okay? Since then, like, 14 months ago, 
They haven't shown us shit about it. Okay, haven't shown us shit about it. So it makes me wonder, and they delayed it, and they delayed it because it was supposed to come out early this year. When's, now the, Batman it's come When's the Batman movie coming out? It comes out in, in spring. It comes out in May, I believe. All right, then that's when the game will come out. Right. Well, this is what Krabs, I've been... Krabs is correct. Right, so this, this is what I've been saying for months and years about when movies and games come out, even though they have no attachment to it, it's like Spider-Man's coming into the game November 30th for Marvel Avengers, and the movie comes out two weeks later, right? So these are things to do. But I'm a little worried that the co-op game in this game is going to hurt this game, even though I want it to be co-op because I would like to play this with people, okay? But I think they're having issues with the leveling system and whatnot. And again, this is just my speculation. I have no proof of this in any way, shape, or form besides them talking about a game and then not talking about the game and then going dead silent for the longest time because they're, re they're, they're revamping core mechanics. I feel like they're, you, right. I feel like they're revamping. Talking, when you stop talking about the game, you are revamping core mechanics. Because otherwise, the entire time leading up to the release date, you would be promoting what the mechanics and what's what the positives of the game are. You'd be promoting it. Well, they did promote it, and then they stopped promoting it. Right? They literally yeah, showed you is, an early access. Yeah, they they showed you early access of it, and I just thought I thought it was a, a little bit a little bit weird that they did that. Um. Well, you need one. You need one Avengers Smash. You need to have a, a Avenger game, not the half-ass one or the mobile one. You, you have a really good one. You need one. You need one good, one good Marvel game. You know, a game that's finished. It's fun well, to play. Well, makes you want to buy the sequel. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah, you need one of those. Since since we're on since we're on the uh, the Marvel docket here, the next story, uh, Marvel Midnight Sun. Uh, is delayed. Okay. No shit. Uh, it's going to be delayed. And it, it even bleeps out the the the, the closed caption. Even puts little stars next to the curse word. Oh, does it? This, well, this is high tech stuff, that's, man. That's nice of him. I'm concerned. Okay, that so, means we're being recorded. If so, it can if it can spell this good, we're being recorded. So on the screen it says, on behalf of Fairfax Game or Fair Access Games. Uh, thank you for sharing just how excited you are for Marvel's Midnight Sun. We've been thrilled to see our reaction to everything from our announcement of our game and the reveal of our card-based tactical combat. Marvel Midnight Sun is a true dream project for the team, and we can't express what an honor it is to create something new in Marvel Universe. We decided to share what we've made uh, the very tough decision to move our launch window into the second half of 2022. And we know many fans were looking forward to playing this game originally next spring. And this decision did not come lightly, and we decided to just push our launch because we need more time to make this the best game possible. We believe in our creative vision of Marvel Midnight Sun, and we want to uh, justice in delivering an unforgettable uh, adventure set in the supernatural side of Marvel. These extra months will be used to add more story, cinematics, and overall polish, and will be essential to helping us make our vision reality. Now, here's my issue. This was supposed to come out in spring. They're pushing it to the second half, and they're adding more stuff, right? They said they, they, in the thing, they want to add, use to add more story cinematics, or add more story slash cinematics and overall polish. They're putting more in the game. Cool. But if the game was ready to launch in spring, and now they're pushing it to the second half of, of the next year, so starting July through this time next year, I still think it's not going to come out finished. 
I still think it's not going to come out finished or it's going to have some sort of bugs or, or something in the game because not only are they adding more to the game, but I feel like they weren't ready or they saw something after they showed the trailer and the feedback that they got. They're like, uh, maybe we, maybe we should change it a little bit. Right. Yeah, but it's it, OK. Look, the difference in what you're speaking about when you say they want to change it to get feedback, you the confusion between the chat, us, and gaming in general is which side of the coin are you on? If you're on the side of art and video games and you love gaming, then you know what you're looking for as far as what a game is supposed to have to draw you in. On the business side, if you're looking at it from my point of view now, because the, the little kid in me is almost on life support now because I've seen too much shit, okay, where what is going to make us the best, the most amount of money? And what is going to keep player retention and who who can we get to stay in the game for long enough to then purchase mtx or skins or whatever else we want to put in the game right so if there's a system that you think that they're missing out on or that they have to revamp it's not because it's for the glory of the art and the game it's because we have to we have to make the mechanic better in order to keep people in game long enough to sell them shit right that's the difference right are they the first question you have to ask, why don't you call up the studio, find out where they are, call them up and say, hey, are you guys making a video game or are you making a a, a, a uh, an MTX shopping center? Which which is it? Well, I, right. I, I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be microtransactions. And I, I believe they came out and said there's not going to be microtransactions in the game. But my I, but my problem, my problem with oh, the game. Thank God. Thank God you said it, Mike. Thank God they said they're not going to put any in it. Because well, I, I, I don't remember if they, if I, 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 I recall them saying something. My problem is that we talked about this all the time, Sarge, on this show. Every right? game. What are you talking right? about? All the Every time. Every game. Like they announce, Every game. they announce a game. They show gameplay. They give us a, a in-depth of what the game's going to be and the overlook of the game. And I applaud them for showing us actual gameplay. But then every single game that shows us gameplay now is delayed. They up. Uh, sorry, delayed. We have, we have to delay it. Okay, all of them. Every single one that shows us gameplay, they delay it. I, I I beg. This is. I'm saying this in a really nice way. I really am. If you're making a video game right now, do not say anything about your game till it's fucking done. Yeah, that's it. Just because. That's it. Because when it is delayed. Now, right now, if your game comes out, okay, if your game comes out next half next year and there's a problem with the game, glitch, broke, buggy, new world, right? Like that. After you delayed it two, three times, I think New World did it, okay? And it's still broke, then your delay means absolutely nothing. Okay. Just shut up. Don't tell us about your game until it's ready. You know who did it, right? Sarge, I said this the other day on my on my stream. Two games did it right. Apex Legends said nothing. Said nothing about that game coming out until it came out. The day it came out and they had all the streamers and all the stuff played their game and launched it. Blitzkrieg. It, Blitzkrieg. it succeeded. Okay? Why? Because they made a good game. It was a, it's, a good, it's a good Battle Royale game. There was no time for anyone to stew. It, it was just out. There was no, there was no stew. No. Ready to go. Okay? On top of that, another game that came out with really no announcement, no nothing, was Jedi Fallen Order 2. I'm sorry, Jedi Fallen Order. Not Jedi Fallen Order 2. Jedi Fallen Order, okay? And ironically, Sarge, it's made by the same company, Respawn. Okay, Respawn 
both their games that came out, one came out instantaneously, and the other one came out like a month or two after they showed what it was. They showed actual gameplay, they talked about it, and boom, here it comes, it's coming out, and they, and they, they launched it. Both games, phenomenal. Not broke, not buggy, right? Just worked, okay? I wish other companies would look at this. Look at Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk showed footage and more footage and more footage, and then it was delayed. And then it showed more footage and more footage, and then it was delayed. And then it came out, and then it was broke, okay? And they still haven't launched. But, they still see, haven't launched their new, their, their next generation okay, version of it. see, right there, right there, you, my friend, are on the side of, I like video games. Where is the cool video game? Okay? I'm on the side with, they don't give a shit about what, what Cyberpunk did. Cyberpunk sold umpteen million copies 18, day 18 one. million copies. So it doesn't matter how you feel. It didn't matter. I got my payday, right? Broke, unfinished, doesn't matter. Can't get refunds, whatever you want to call it. They got their, all their money, and then they say, hey, don't worry. We're going to fix it later on down the road. We're going to fix it. Don't worry. <laughs> Here's your check. Here's your check. Here's your check. Right. You guys, check. it's a joke. You. you guys are a joke. It, and and once again, hundred percent. Now it doesn't matter what any what it doesn't matter what story we talk about now. Right. I'll even put myself in the pool. Hundred percent customer fault. Hundred percent. Yeah. Your fault. My fault. This whole chat's fault. And everyone you know that still plays video games, our fault. Right. That that shit allowed to come out and make money and and get to walk. Hundred percent our fault. That's why you. That's why when you ask me what are you playing this week, I tell you I'm playing a game that's ten years old, right? Because I'm not buying any more shit. I'm not buying any more crap, right? The game has to prove itself to me for me to purchase it with actual money, and I actually buy the game and I physically bring it home and I put it in my fucking disc drive. Not this. I don't know. I played it for ten minutes. It was awesome, but it's broke. So I'm gonna wait for the update, and when the update comes back, I'll go back and I'll play it. No, no. No, no more. Here, no more. Well, speaking of cyberpunk, right? Because this is just this is just funny at this point. Okay, all cyberpunk twenty seventy seven updates pushed to twenty twenty two. Now, okay, so the game will be out two years before the actual update for the well, system that we're supposed year. to. One year. It came out last year, bro. It came out. In, it, yeah. it came out in twenty twenty, okay. December third, twenty twenty. Okay. Yeah. So this December is going to go by. Yeah. The following, it'll be the following December. It'll be sometime before, in, in, in 2022. So yeah. two years after a game comes out, the actual well, mode for the year. system I bought it on will actually work? Yeah, well, Cyberpunk developer CD Projekt Red announced last week that the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 version of the game had been delayed until 2022. On Thursday, the developer update develop, development roadmap first published in January of this year with more details to look at the delay, showing that there is no more expected updates for 2021. The next-gen updates for both The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt and Cyberpunk 2077 are impacted by the delay, which is currently scheduled for the first quarter of 2022. According to the roadmap, other updates and improvements for free DLC are expected during the period and, and beyond. So, I Let mean, me ask you a question. this is all we have right here. At, at, at what point, because I, I can use this excuse right now for the rest of my life, okay? What right now constitutes actually any more delay because of COVID, right? So again, two years from now was behind two years because of COVID from three years ago. Like, when do you stop blaming this it's COVID? 
And it's just that the games are more complicated. It takes time to make these games proper before the release. And we cannot afford to keep a game in studio working on it for four years because we need to sell it in order to make money. And that, and because of today's standards, I'm allowed to release it in any condition I want because I can update the game. Well, that, that's the that's the bottom line, bro. That's the bottom line. Here, let me, what, when, every, every game, every game you mentioned tonight and every game for the next year, we're going to say, oh, delayed, you know, COVID. Well, the delay, COVID. Remember, delayed. Remember, it's, it's COVID. remember this game was worked on for six and a half years before, before the bug even hit. Before everyone had to work at home. Six and a half years of development. So the last I don't believe it. eight months is where it all went wrong, Sarge. The last eight months is where it, it all went to shit. Right. right. The last eight months where you're polishing the game. You're yeah. polishing and making sure it works correctly. That's when it all went wrong. When I'm polishing. Yeah. Because the final year of the final year of, of making a game is the most critical part. Right. You know, when the systems are already made and you're just trying to make sure stuff works out right, doesn't glitch out or lag or that that's the most important part. Right there. That's when we have to change everything. So the, the article says the developer has released more than 10 patches since Cyberpunk troubled launch. And the way I look at it as the half-empty type of guy, not the half-full type of guy, is they released 10 fucking patches to fix a game and it's still not fixed. And the game system that it was supposed to come out for is not even out yet. Think about this. Ge the, the new generation systems, which I told people don't buy this game until it comes out for the new system because it's not going to run properly on your old system... I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, I know I'm the crazy old white guy on the internet screaming into a microphone telling you not to buy stuff, but I said it's not coming out yeah, for the new system. My, my prostate, my cyberpunk okay. doesn't work. Okay. Right? I told them not to buy it on, this new, on the old system. Wait for it to come out for the new system. It's still not even out for the new system. It's still not coming out for the new system until sometime mid-next year. Okay? I guarantee you they won't release it before... E3. E3, they'll show it and say, oh, it's coming out, right? And then they'll promote it, okay? It's just ridiculous to me. It's ridiculous to me, okay? From that to another Marvel game, okay? If we're going back to Marvel, okay? So there's rumors, rumors uh, uh, around that Daredevil rumor potentially being made by Skydance New Media, okay? And this was before, this was on on the 30th, and then, or, uh, this, this article came out before. It's just potential leak or whatever. Then Amy Henning and Skydance unannounced game is a new Marvel project, okay? So, and then on top of that, we have an actress that worked in Borderlands confirms her role with Skydance new media and new Marvel game. So it's all but official that there is a new Marvel game coming out, okay? And people are thinking it's Daredevil, and they're thinking it's going to be a game sort of like a Batman Arkham type of series, but with Daredevil. Go ahead, Sarge. If you want to break ground, you want to break new ground with a video game, since VR is being pushed as hard as it is now, because Facebook wants it in your house, so you know it's going to be pushed real hard for like from now until the end of time now. Because remember, we told you there was no reason to get VR. Right. Now there is. Now there is. So they have a reason to push it. So that's number one. Right. Daredevil should be a superhero game. VR. First, v first superhero game done right in VR. You wear the visor and you see the world like Daredevil sees the world. So they don't have to do graphics like they do normal graphics. 
they got to do like reverberation, well, well, like three three dimensions, like he sees. That and basically that's how you play the game. But that then the graphics would be terrible. First of all, because when I played Batman Arkham, which I love, it's one of my favorite superhero games. When yeah. you go into Bat Vision or Infrared to see the guys, that's basically how Daredevil will play his whole entire game. Yeah, I yeah. think that'd be good. Yeah, to play as a blind to play as a blind superhero. Yeah, yeah. that would be that's called an experience. Yeah, I'm a blind superhero. How would I fight? This is the game. Yeah, that's called taking a chance, making art, and making a fucking video game. Yeah. You think though? Yeah. Do you think they would make it into a first person? I think they would make it third person. You want to see your costumes and stuff like that. You definitely want to see your. I got I got news for you, chat. I'm not calling it meta. I, I I'm sorry to say it. I'm not calling it meta, and I'll tell you why. Reason number one, fucking stupid. Reason number two is the the computer company Meta already got the name, trademarked. And so now, well, no, Facebook not trademark. They they submitted uh, for trademark. They submitted they submitted it. for trademark. So now, Facebook's got to buy it from them before they can get the name. Right. So until then, they're Facebook. Right. So Meta PC is actually going to make a boatload of money if if Facebook wants yeah. Meta. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh. oh. So that's that's the other Marvel story, and then on top of that, I want to talk about Marvel Avengers because Marvel Avengers. Why? Why? Because it's it's relevant. I play it. Can I take a break? <laughs> so Marvel Avengers came out just just a couple days ago, Sarge. And they, they posted a thing. The, the, the famous old, let me post this and uh, put this on the internet on Twitter. Okay. We apologize for not responding sooner to your concerns about the addition of paid consumables in the marketplace. Let me, let me pause there for a second. Let me pause there for a second. Before I continue reading this, I just want to make sure that you guys know that they literally went completely silent for almost a complete month without talking or saying anything to the population of the community that was worried about this, about going back on a word that they said they would never put boosters in the game and sell them to you, right? They said only cosmetic. They said this, okay? So it says, we apologize for not responding sooner to concerns about this addition of paid consumables in the marketplace. This second sentence doesn't need to be in here, okay? Because now it sounds like you're an asshole that wrote this. Right? We introduced them as an option for an evolving player base and did not see them as a pay-to-win since they don't offer power directly. Well, first off, you nerf the XP. Not really, but you nerf the XP okay, to, to normal people that don't know how to level. And then you nerf the resources that you got from the things. And then you went and sold XP boosters and resource boosters inside the marketplace to get the stuff that you took away from us. Okay. But I don't even have a problem with that because I was an end game. Right. I should, but I didn't have a problem with it. That's not why I was upset at them. I wasn't upset at them because they said, we're not putting this in the game. We're not going to charge for anything but cosmetics. And yet they did. So after considering your feedback, we have decided by the end of the day today, we will remove the hero catalysts and fragment extractors for purchase. They will continue to be earnable rewards and those already owned are still usable. We hope this can be the first step in rebuilding our your confidence in us as a team. No, not for me personally, no. Okay? It continues to be our goal to make the very best game possible. Thank you for being as part of the Marvel Ventures community. Okay? Well, if, you're, if your goal was to make the best game possible, then you should have just made this a single-player game and not a games-as-a-service. Now, in another article... Square Enix came out and said that, and I didn't like the title of it because the title of it made it seem like they threw them under the bus. And they were just saying it from a professional standpoint. They said, 
Crystal Dynamics makes really good single-player games, okay? And we wanted to make a, a, a games-as-service game, and they weren't the correct fit for that, okay, is what they said. So they did throw them underneath the bus, but they made a choice, and it was poor. I mean, sometimes you hire someone, and sometimes someone's an idiot, and you're like, I got to fire that person or whatever. So they put the games-as-service behind this, and it just didn't work, okay? If, in my opinion, the way it should work, if they really want to fix this, Sarge, is that from this point on, they owe us one more character from the original summer last year when they said there was four characters coming out, okay? Minus the Spider-Man. There's no Spider-Man for Xbox and PC, okay? They owe us one more character. Bring that character out, and then after that, take your hands, go, hey, all heroes after this is going to be a $10 to $15 expansion pass, like expansion for the character and the cosmetics and all the stuff. Get away from this games of service type of thing because it, it's it's god awful okay the good part about the game is the single player aspect with the six heroes now nine heroes that you can level up and play through the story of 20 25 hours of single player story okay and that that is the that's the good part of crystal dynamics right i don't hate the game I, I i hate the end game of this game okay it's just it's just bad but they are making fixes for it okay so they're they're making fixes for it what's the fourth character well what was the fourth character there was four circles when yeah, they okay, so when they first what's the characters well we figured it's going to be captain marvel is the fourth she's, character. she's she's not in the game yet no she's not right so well, what's the other three the three characters are black panther kate yep. bishop and clint yep. hawkeye okay that was the three so we need one more character that they showed and then spider-man is the fifth which is just a, a PlayStation exclusive, which we'll get to in just a second. Okay. So I've been bitching about this for 13 months. When they first announced the game, I said they shouldn't make the microtransactions that high. The marketplace should be a lot cheaper. I said they should at least go half. I actually said they should make it 357. But instead, they're now making it 5-7 and 9. So it's closer. Okay. So when uh when War of Wakanda launched, they had a temporary price reduction in the marketplace, but now they're going to keep that official. Like, they're going to keep that exactly all the time now. Okay, so Legendary Outfits, which were $18, Sarge, they were $18, are now $9. Okay? Am I supposed okay. to feel better about it? Or are they $14? I think they were $14, and then now they're 9 Okay? Uh, the, the Epic Outfits are now $7, $7, 700 credits, and the Rare Outfits are now 500 credits. Okay? Look, I said this from the beginning. Instead, they wanted the 20% to give them the 80%. And if you just gave it, if you lower the, if you lower the price down, you're going to have more people go, oh, that's a good price because... You, you don't understand business. I do understand business. They want to get the most out of it first and then no one's buying it and then they bring it down. I know how they do it. I know but how they do that's it. Not, but that's not the tactic of an actual game studio. That is a tactic of a marketing firm right. running a physical brick-and-mortar store. When you're in a brick-and-mortar store, you set a price point and you see how many people buy it at that. Once a certain amount of time passes, you go, we're not moving any more product. Everybody who wanted it at that price point, price it. We put it on sale now to get everybody else to get it the hell out of my store. That's not a video game. That's a fucking marketing department trying right. to sell product in a digital world. Right? It's not a fucking video game. Right. Right? So they're lowering the prices for it. Now, here's a couple things they're doing. Okay? They announced today that on November 30th, Spider-Man is coming to the game and the raid is coming to the game. So... I said on Twitter, or I said on my Discord, that I'm going to re-download the game, 
I'm going to get my character up so I could be raid ready because I waited a fucking year for the raid. So I'm going to play the raid. Okay. So anybody that's out there that has a, you're on Xbox uh, or PC now, if you have a character high enough and you want to join in, we're going to be doing a raid when it comes out on November 30th. So about a week before, I'm going to get on. I'm going to start leveling up my character again. Uh, and I'm bringing Hulk into the raid. Okay. Spider-Man. With great power, Hero Event is also coming. Now, the iconic web-slinger Spider-Man will come exclusively to PlayStation players in November 30th update, along with the Spider-Man great, uh, with greater power Hero Event. Okay, you'll experience Spider-Man's story through the unlockable challenges woven throughout the Avengers Initiative. Here's a quick taste of what his journey in Marvel's uh, Avengers Peter Parker's uncovers, aims new plans to acquire technology that could make the uh, Synthoid army unstoppable and a total domination inevitable. He must partner up with the Avengers to stop the looming threat and forms a tentative friendship with Miss Marvel and Black Widow while keeping his identity hidden. As a hero accustomed to working solo, he struggles with his new dynamics dynamics of working with a team while he's joined. Will he join full time with the Avengers or stay independent in this fight against AIM? Now, I want to break this down, Sarge, because I have been a, I've been sticking by this and I still believe this. OK, I believe I believe that Spider-Man is a timed exclusive. They're not going to tell you it's a timed exclusive because PlayStation wants you to buy PlayStation 4s and PlayStation 5s. They want you to get the thing, okay? And with the deal now with Game Pass and it's free on Xbox, they, they don't want it. But, or Sony doesn't want it. I think it's time exclusive. It's, if it's six months or if it's one year. I believe it's one year, okay? So it comes out November 30th. So this time next a year, year sorry. a year after that, nobody on Xbox well, is going to give a shit well, about that game. It doesn't matter because that's what they you're do, gonna, you're, right? You're going to have Midnight Sun, Gotham Knights, the 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 VR Daredevil <laughs> game will be out before that shit comes. Well, before Spider Man comes here, out to Marvel Avengers. Here, here, here's what I what I think is going to happen. Okay, this is my speculation, right? Someone clip this when I say it. Okay, so basically, what's going to happen is Spider Man is a year exclusive with Sony. Comes out okay. November or December next year. Okay. And the reason I'm next saying this. Year? Yeah, 2022. Not like the spring? No. Like Spider-Man's still not coming one, out? One year exclusive. He comes out Holy November 30th. Shit. Okay. And he'll be out. He'll be out by this time next year. He'll be on the on all, all the consoles. Okay. All the systems. And the reason I think this is because they're doing a hero event. And the events that they bring into this game, they bring back again. And they bring back again. Because they want other people to experience the event that didn't get to do it. Okay. Another reason I think he's going to be inside the game for both all systems is because he's still fighting the aim bad guys. Okay. He's still fighting the actual same bad guys and they're intertwining it with the actual Avengers initiative, which is already in the game for everybody. Okay. Another thing on top of that is that it says, and I, I'm taking this as a, as a code. Uh, again, this is just my thoughts on it, okay? It says, will he join up the full team with Avengers or stay independent in his fight against AIM? Now, I look at this as saying, will he join full-time with all the consoles or stay independent in the fight against AIM or PlayStation, okay? I believe in one year from now, Spider-Man will be here. Sony gets there what they want. People buy the systems. People, But no one's buying a PlayStation 5 to get Avengers, they're just not, okay? They're not. No, you can say whatever. They already there, bought there are five other games. Right. You can say you got. They already bought the game, waiting for Spider-Man to come on the system, 
And the people after this are not going to buy the game because Spider-Man's in the game. They're not. They'd rather go buy Miles Morales or Spider-Man, uh, you know, the, the full complete set and play a single player game, okay, of it. So I believe he's coming into the game one year from now. That's my thoughts, okay? Now, another system they're putting in the game, power level increase. They're making it 150 to 175. You want the best gear? You'll have to complete the game's toughest challenges with the new four-player claw raid uh, uh, raid coming to the game, okay? Gear upgrading. You'll be able to recycle gear of a higher power level to upgrade your current gear to match the higher power level of the consumed item, with a few exceptions. We don't know what that is yet. Fine. And then, this is a thing i also been talking about in the game for a year. I didn't call it shipments. All I wanted was a way to earn the cosmetics in the game. They're calling it shipments. You've heard requests for your path to earn uh, coveted cosmetic resources and other items gameplay as well as a place to use your plentiful units. Enter the shipment feature. Each shipment costs 500 units. Units is the in-game currency that you can earn while you're playing the game. It pulls from the collections of possible items, but you can see what you get in the current shipment before you buy it with the units. There's a small chance of the shipment containing a premium outfit unavailable uh, any other means of acquisition, okay? But luck isn't required to get the outfit. You'll automatically receive it after claiming 100 shipments, okay? So, obviously, if it's 100 shipments, there's a small chance to get it, so that means it's 0.0001% chance of maybe it dropping, but if it doesn't drop within those 100 shipments, you'll have to spend 500 units 100 times. That's 5,000. Is that 5,000? No, that's that's 50,000. Is, is, that, is that correct? 500 units times 1,000. That's, that's... 500 units times 1,000 is 500,000. 500,000. So you have, that, that's... So after you open up a hundred units and spend five hundred thousand units, fifty k. It is fifty k. Thank you. Right, you have to spend fifty k to get your one, one thing. So it's like a one percent chance. Right, it's a one percent chance. Okay, and then this is another thing I talked about for a year, is that starting with the seeking of the super adaptoid mission chain with and the claw raid, you can farm weekly rewards once a week for each eligible hero rather than just only one hero per week. This was the dumbest thing they did in a games of service game, okay, where I have eight characters, nine characters now, and I can only do one raid, or I can only do one Mega Hive a week. Dumbest thing ever. Like, now you can do it one a week for each of your characters, so you get to do it nine times now. Nine times. Ten, if you have Spider-Man on the PlayStation. So, these are good things that they're doing, but it's already, the candle's already burnt. Right? It's it's down to the wick. And I, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll come back to play the raid. But I'm not going to grind this game like I did. It's just, it's it's already surpassed. Now, everyone's saying this game's not going to last another year. This, this game already made its money. I know it didn't make all the money that everyone thought it was going to make. Okay? But they sold cosmetics uh, and boosters for a little bit and nameplates and emotes and all of this shit. They made their money. Just ask Bungie how much money they made just off cosmetics in the Eververse, okay? They made plenty of money off the uh, off of this marketplace in this game for the last year by the people that want to play it, okay? This game's going to be supported for at least another year, up until at least September, right? It'll be out for at least two years. It Hell, would not, Anthem was supported for two years, and that game was dead on arrival. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be supported if they know they're not pulling in enough money to support it, period. 
they're making enough money on the people who are still playing this game, buying the microtransactions and the skins in the game for it to warrant another year living on the market. Right. Period. If it wasn't there, if the if the if the money if, if the income they wanted to receive from it wasn't there, it would be anthem. It would be gone. It would <clears throat> this the game would exist on a shelf. But no one would talk about this, it. this game. But they're not doing that. This game will last just based on the single player aspect alone, because every time they add a new character and add to the story, the single player story now becomes 30 hours long and then 35 hours long and then 40 hours long based on when you're coming in. Right. It's it, just the single player aspect alone in this game will keep this game alive for at least a year, if not more. Because if they add Bucky and they add She-Hulk and they add Captain Marvel and they add War Machine and they just... They just keep bringing these people in. Anytime they drop a Wakanda type of expansion, okay. But let's but let's flip the script. Let's flip the script. So if they're going to keep this game alive for another year or two, because they can keep adding more characters, and the the pop, let's say the population is what fifty thousand people. Let's just say it's two thousand people, four thousand people, whatever what whatever you want to call it. So you're telling me that they're going to keep a game alive for forty thousand people. Meanwhile. The other games that people want to play that they couldn't squeeze the money out of, they just dropped the game dead. They, and you know those games had a larger population. The reason I'm telling you they're keeping it alive is because Sony paid a shit ton of money for that Spider-Man character. And if that game dies... That's correct. Now you're talking the way I want to hear you talk. Because they have to get their money back for what they paid out. That's the reason why they're still here. Right? They, they, the they, they have to keep this game going for at least a year. At least a year. Right. And they already paid. They already paid the money. They already pay, got paid for that money and they got to keep it going, especially since Spider-Man hasn't been in the game for one year, over a year now. OK, they announced him before the game launched. And here we are two months after a year. It's been out for 14 months. OK. And Spider-Man's still not in the game. So that's uh, that's the other uh, story there. So Marvel Avengers, can it make the No Man's Sky comeback? I don't believe so. But. The single-player aspect of this game has always been good. There's no problem with the single-player aspect. It's the games of service that's the problem with this with this game. And as long as they keep supporting the single-player, and this is why I said in the beginning, they should just drop the fucking microtransactions and just charge $10 to $15 for every new character comes out with the, with, the, with the DLC. Then you'll get people that only buy the characters that they want. Exactly. They and they'll want, buy all the costumes they, that they want. They want you to buy skins for every hero, not just the heroes that you but like. So let, the one percent people are playing more than one character. Everybody else is playing one or two I, characters. I agree with you, but they don't want those people. They want all the characters in. gives them a greater give gives them a greater pool of people to want to buy skins for each of the characters. If I if you gave me ten characters and told me I had to pay for the character to get it, half the characters I don't give a shit about. I'd only buy the ones I want and then buy the skins. If you gave me all the characters then i'm like oh let's try this skin let's try this skin you you give me avenues of approach for me to buy more stuff i i agree with that point of view that was the reason we that's how that's how we talked in the very beginning right in the very beginning of this game before this game came out remember the conversation we had if you're going to make a marvel game and create an open world where heroes can just exist like in your marvel future revolution game where you pick the character you want to be out of all the characters in the fucking universe. Right. They have a they have a move set that you have. You buy that character, and now you exist as that hero and just expand the move sets for that character for the next umpteen months. And then when you're done with that character, you swap to a new character. You pay for that character and do the same thing. 100% agree. But in this situation, they want as many avenues 
for you to buy skins or anything for each of those characters. Right. Absolutely. Well, there, there's a leak right now that She-Hulk, Bucky, uh, Captain Marvel, and War Machine are going to come this next year. We'll see, though. We'll see what happens. I don't think they have the manpower right now. Uh, Crystal Dynamics is already working on another game. Uh, who knows how many people they have working on this game. But, again, they have money invested in this game, and this game's not going anywhere for at least another year. At least another year. So You know what the part that, that aggravates me the worst? Is that certain websites do have the ability to tell you how many people are actually playing the game. And they have... Listen, let's not, let's not bullshit each other. Okay, since every game is online now, every fucking game is, they know exactly who plays their games, exactly for how long, and how many independent people are playing that game. Not that the game is being played, but the person playing the game. Right. Which means if I wanted the total of how many people are playing this game, I should be able to look it up because that information should be on because it's fair use right you're, you're watching what i'm doing right you know what, what games i'm playing right that's how you advertise to me so perfectly is you know what games i'm playing right how else would i get the same ads over and over again and your ads are different than mine right it's called target marketing right but we have to we get this this mystery number like whatever whatever site you look at they'll say like oh active users oh active users oh that's how many people turned on the game what in the last week month like they they fuck with you. They know exactly who is playing their game. Otherwise, they would not be able to pivot like they do on a week-to-week -week basis, knowing which region of the country is buying certain skins or which areas oh, they know every, they know everything are, are buying certain things. Like they know all of it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to market that. It, look, Disney World does something like this uh, with the bracelets and stuff, right? So they know when you get on property. When you scan in, where, where you, you go, go, the traffic of where the most people are flowing to, they have all this data, okay? They know how long you've been parked there, what restaurants you eat at, what shopping things you're going to, how long you've spent yeah. time. They know all of this. They know all of this. And then when you leave, they start marketing to you for the things that you did. That's how it works. Yeah. How, how, closer, how closer to Minority Report do you think we are? And I'm not talking about the three psychics in a tub screaming. Right. I'm talking about when you look at things, the advertisements are for you alone. Like what you see something is different than when you see something, right? I see the poster that says Star Wars. You see the poster that says Back to the Future, but we're looking at the same poster, right? That kind of shit. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's where we are. So when they tell you they don't know, oh wait, it, you know for a fact that they have to be pulling in at least, at least 100K, Okay weekly or monthly i'll give it to them both ways for the game to still be alive have to yeah otherwise how do you pay for people to keep it up yeah i we'll we'll see i mean obviously the microtransaction store uh they come out with new skins all the time every week they're four or five new skins you know they come in so we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens there all right next story i want to talk about um let's talk about I'm going to talk about Game Pass, but before we talk about Game Pass, we're going to talk about... Well, make sure Mo's got a drink before we start talking about Game Pass. Okay, so last week or two weeks ago, we talked about Game Pass being free for India for eight months. Wait, okay, we know the reason why. Right, there's an untapped market there. There's 300 million people. So India is to have 235 million paid gamers by 2025. It's the fastest growing gaming market in the world right now. Okay. 
So that right there is the reason that all of a sudden uh, Microsoft was like, hey, uh, let's why don't why don't we give why, why don't we start pretending? And the only reason why they're in India is because China's blocking them. That's the reason. Uh, true. Because the second biggest population after China is India. So let's not pretend that we didn't know India existed before. Not because China's putting all these regulations in and kids can't play video games for more than three hours a day. How else are we going to find a billion people to play? Oh, what? India's got a billion, <laughs> 1.2 billion people? We should go over there and market. Right. No shit. Right. No shit. So over there, about 50% of it will come from real money gaming followed by 30% of in-app purchases, okay, coming from over there. Now, again, we don't we don't know. Right now, as of right now, they spend $2.2 billion in gaming, okay? By 2025, it's going to be somewhere in the range of $7 billion. $7 billion. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Right, and Microsoft's like, well, we need we need something, right? We, we need something. So that's why Game Pass is moving over for at least a year, right? Get them hooked. Get that. Get that. Give them a year free, right. and then see well, eight months. See yeah. What what retention do you have that people would want to pay for it, right? Because just like any other drug, if I've got games on command for months at a time, and then all of a sudden one day I turn on my Xbox and now I don't have those games anymore, how many people are going to decide to pay for it right then and there? Right. All right, growing market. Trying to. Uh keep track of stuff we're doing here uh so yeah so that's the india market for 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 game pass now game pass <clears throat> just this year or this year just this month okay xbox game pass in november 2021 forza horizon 5 is coming grand theft auto san andreas the definitive edition is coming it takes two is coming uh we have I'm minecraft sorry, did, you say, did you say definitive edition for gta is coming to game pass yeah grand theft auto san andreas the definitive edition is coming out november 11th on console and pc i don't even have to rebuy it yeah. i don't even have to rebuy it yeah so coming in november we have minecraft pc bundled november 2nd which is already out unpacking already came out november 2nd it takes two november 4th kill it with fire no november 4th football manager 2022 november 9th uh football manager 2022 xbox edition november 9th Forza Horizon 5, November 9th. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas on the 11th. One Step from Eden, November 11th. Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim Special Edition Update. Right? You don't even have to buy that, Sarge. You could buy the next Skyrim, play the next Skyrim 5 Special Edition Update, November 11th. Microsoft Flight Sim Game of the Year Christmas Edition. Christmas for Sarge! Christmas <laughs> for Sarge! Nobody have to buy me a gift! Undungeon. Undungeon comes out November 18th. And Evil Genius 2 World Domination comes out November 30th. Okay, um, so that's just that's just a few. Here's a few more. Okay, Final Fantasy. What's leaving? What's leaving? Game Pass. Final Fantasy Eight uh, is leaving. Planet Coaster Console Edition is leaving. Oh, my son's gonna be devastated there. We might have to buy that for him. Uh oh. Ah, well then it served its purpose then, didn't it? Yeah. River City Ransom. I'm sorry. River City Girls, which is the same. Uh, Star Renegades. Street of Rogue. And the gar the gardens between these all leave, uh, Game Pass. Oh man, I gotta tell my son no November fifteenth. He's gonna 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 hate that. He's been playing the crap out of Planet Coaster as of late. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, it looks like it might be a purchase then. It's gonna have to be a purchase. Yeah, gonna suck. Well, actually, I still have it on PC. Maybe I have to teach the boy how to play on PC. Save myself a buck. <laughs> but then. Will be on my computer 
and then that's a problem. So we're gonna have to get him another computer. I think I'll pay forty bucks for the game. <laughs> I think I've I think I've talked myself. That's the, that's, that's the logic. I got him off this. I got to get him on this, and that causes yeah. problems. <laughs> we got to go back over yeah. here and get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. So that's that's one story. Now another reason they want you to get Game Pass, Sarge. Discord. I know they do. Discord is giving away free codes for your Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Discord has announced that the platform's Nitro subscription service will give players access to two free months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Well, I'll tell you what, two months right now, you would get a shit ton of games coming out in November, and you get Halo coming out in, in December. You got a lot of games coming out. You got a lot of games coming out. So Discord is giving away two months free if you pay for Nitro, which I believe is 10 bucks. I think it's 10 bucks. So... And YouTube Premium as well. YouTube is also giving out uh, Xbox Ultimate as well. Jesus. Xbox is like, anyone? Does anybody want to give out Game Pass? You. Get a free teeth cleaning. Just give them a Game Pass card. Just give them a Game yeah. Pass. Yeah. Uh, they want retention. Yeah. It doesn't cost them anything to... Listen, it doesn't cost them anything to give somebody a Game Pass for two, three months. It costs them nothing. Absolutely nothing. All the games on Game Pass were bought and paid for 10 times over already. They're just there. Oh, Discord's giving YouTube premium. Got you with Nitro Purchase along with Game Pass. Dear Lord. Discord's like, you wanted to buy yeah. us for how much? No, no, no. How about we give them Game Pass instead? They buy Nitro, they get it's Game incredible. Pass. Yeah. It's incredible, man. Yeah, so. I told you. All right, so here's another story about Game Pass and Xbox. Xbox Series X S sales reach 8 million. Game Pass climbs to over 20 million, analysts say. Okay, the Xbox Series X S now sold 8 million. This is as, as of October 27th. Game Pass subscribers have climbed above 20 million, according to the Nico Partners analysts. Uh, uh, in posting a summary, Microsoft's latest Xbox sales numbers from the earnings report, Ahmed said pr uh, provided estimates that the Xbox Series X S Game Pass and other elements of Xbox business Microsoft-owned report includes no specifics on hardware sales, numbers, or Game Pass figures. So estimated are seamlessly the best that we have. So it's just, they say 18 million back in January 2021. So they're assuming that they have about 20 now, but they don't really know what the number is for okay, Game Pass. Okay, well, but here's the difference. Here, here's how you're going to know the actual growth. The pandemic is coming down. People are going to go back outside again. You're not stuck in your house like, the, like we were for 2019 and 2020, okay? It's not the same. So by this time next year, after a full cycle of things getting back to normal, and you see how many people are retained inside Game Pass on an upswing from a pandemic, not counting, not counting normal, like a, a normal year, just coming out of it, you'll know exactly what your number will be in five years. Uh, know. Stealth is saying it's only for new Game Pass users, doesn't work for existing users. So there you go. Thank you for... Uh, letting us know that. So it's only for new people coming onto Game Pass. If you're, they don't care about you if you're already on Game Pass. They say, fuck you, you're already paying us. We want, we want new people to pay us. So that's what's happening there. Other news Microsoft Gaming Division had revenue of how much, Sarge? In billions, in billions from July to September. How many billions of dollars did they make just in last quarter? Last quarter, Sarge. How many billions? Microsoft. You're already giving me the number? No. You're already saying it's billions? It's in the billions, yes. It's all... It's in, in the billions. In a quarter? 1.2? 1. 
Pretty good. Any, anybody else? What do you guys think? What's what's the what's in billions? How many billions of dollars in one quarter did Microsoft make? Don't look it up, chat. Don't look it up. What is it? What is the number? It, it's it's at this point you have to think of it as as just, it's normal it's normal revenue. Imagine them not making a billion dollars. Think of it that way. Right. Imagine imagine them not making that billion dollars. What could they possibly do, bro? How could they how could they keep making video games? Right. How could they hire anybody? How they do it? This is how just How do they keep the How do they keep the lights on making th video this, games? This is just Microsoft's gaming division what they made in billions, okay? Dmac, I think you're 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 thinking more of Microsoft itself. We're just talking about the gaming division. <laughs> just talk about the gaming division. All right. Here here's the answer. Microsoft's gaming division had a revenue of $3.6 billion from July to September, just in the quarter, okay? It's the highest, it's the highest uh, in the quarter for, for the, uh, in the history of Xbox, okay? Now, Microsoft's gigantic company, the gaming, is just one segment. Overall, Microsoft posted revenue of how many billions of dollars, Sarge, did Microsoft as a company make last quarter? I'm sticking my gun, so it's $1.2 billion. No, no, no. no. Microsoft, the entire company, not the gaming division. I already told you the answer. It's 3.6 for the, for the gaming division. How much did Microsoft make? How much did Microsoft make? Oh, 20? They make 80 billion a year. So 20? 21? This is just a quarter now. Yeah, I know, I know. Okay. What do you guys think, chat? Uh, I'm on 20. They make about okay. 80 billion a Microsoft year. is a gigantic company and gaming is just one segment. Overall, Microsoft posted revenue of $45.3 billion for the quarter ended in September 30th. In terms of income, Microsoft has made a profit of $20.5 billion. Profit of $20.5 billion. So, yeah. And, and, and somehow you guys believe that if they didn't sell microtransactions, they wouldn't be able to keep the lights on. Like, this is how they keep... That money is in addition to actually making the product. So how much more money could you pay people to work on a video game? How much more money could you pay to open up new studios and have people working con 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 Conglomerate. concurrently, concurrently right. with each other to try to release a game? The amount of money that that is going upward in the gaming market and... The guy who makes the game still getting his 73.5 a year. 80K right. a year. Yeah. Right? He got 80K a year before microtransactions were ever made. Before microtransactions were ever made, the average salary of a gaming, uh, uh, like a, uh, a programmer or a coder, is like 73.5 average for the country. 73.5, 80K, right? And so now, the, on top of that salary, on top of all that, as an additional, as an additional billion dollars a quarter. And yet, it's so difficult to find good help. I wonder where all the money's going. I wonder. I wonder where it's all going. Half-baked games, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Double double your profits. And let's not forget, guys, games are not, games are mostly sold digital, which means you cut out the middleman. Right. They're making so more money whatever, per, per game. Whatever, and, and the game went up $10. So the average price of the game was 60 before, but after the, the, the middleman, they make about 40 something. They got rid of the middleman. So the 60 is theirs. And now they raise it $10. So in actuality, every digital game that's being sold right now for $70 is actually a 100% markup right. than what it was two years ago. Yeah. 
They're making double the profit on every video game since two years ago. I, I wonder how they stay open. I don't know how they do it. I don't. I, it yeah. must be so difficult to keep these to keep these guys actually slaving away, making video games, getting divorces, and all kinds of shit going on in the offices. Right? We're not going to talk about Activision and Ubisoft, right? Uh, we're talking Activision a little bit, but not not that in depth. Um, yeah, John, it's twenty point five billion for just the quarter. That's their profit. That's their profit for the quarter. Twenty point five. They made forty five point three billion, but they made a profit of twenty point five billion. You're going to see, you are going to see the numbers for Xbox jump exponentially over the next three years, especially when this fucking coof is done being talked about and we're back in normal world again. The amount of people that are going to be in on Xbox Game Pass is going to blow the revenue scale out of the fucking water compared to PlayStation. If, if, if Microsoft and Game Pass get to that 100 million mark, 100 million subscribers, there's no turning back. They they they're literally changed the way gaming and 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 studios and everything everything, right? There was a, if I remember correctly, I might be off a little numbers here. One of the ladies that works for Microsoft had a conference the other day and said that thirty percent more people that play on Game Pass, uh, play more games or forty percent play more games. Thirty percent of those on Game Pass try new games out of that of that things right so if they put a puzzle game on game pass then 30 percent of the people that are on game pass try a different puzzle game okay and then on top of that i believe it said like 40 percent also buy more or 20 percent buy more games on off of game pass right so look i i said this and i'll, I'll, I'll keep saying it this is the greatest thing for us the consumers as as of right now value it's one of the greatest values that you can have okay it's fantastic for their side as well, but for the gaming industry, this is devastating. Okay, but we don't see it yet. We're too close to it. We're like right up against the tree and we can't see anything else. We're like, this is awesome. I get all these games. Sarge is just excited because he gets to play Grand Theft Auto without even buying it. He gets to play Skyrim without even buying it, right? But then there's these moments of games that come out that are broke or unfinished that just go out there, right? We've seen them with the... the um, uh, Dark Alliance and other other games that are coming out that are broke. We'll see what happens with with other games that are coming out. Now I'm talking third party or first party, whatever. So we'll we'll see what happens in the long run. But obviously, no one wants to hear that I'm I'm saying that this is a bad deal for the industry because right now it's an awesome deal for us. Right, it's an awesome deal for us for the but price are, it is. But where's that right. price go before? You know what I mean? Once they, once they got you hooked, it's not going to be the 15 or 18 right. anymore. It'll be like you're having a cable bill. Right. In your it'll be house. like $35, $40. $35 yeah. a month to yeah. play all the video games. It's like yeah. you're having another cable bill in your house. And then on top of that, you are going to remove all responsibility from any game ever being completed or done well, ever. Because it's just on Game Pass with the rest of them. It doesn't matter how what the product is. It doesn't matter the quality of the product because we could just fix it whenever we want. So every company, no matter how shitty they are, will survive forever. There will be no weeding out the bad companies from the good, and one guy will fall and one guy won't. They'll all just be in this pool making a bunch of shit, and you just keep handing out money every month, right. and you'll be fine with it because you'll be entertained. Meanwhile, right. mediocrity will set in, and there'll be no actual push for anything because why do I have to? Why right. do I have to beat that guy? I'm on Game Pass. I'm getting a percentage of that pie every month because my game is on there. Doesn't matter. So what's my incentive? 
right? If you take away the competition of making better products amongst people, they become lazy. There's no reason to be better than somebody else. Right. If you're going to keep giving me a check that I don't have to try hard, then why do I have to try hard, right? The whole reason why we got to this point before this shit started, the reason why you guys got a Halo, you got Final Fantasy, you got Gears, you got these, these massive titles that defined a generation of people in gaming, is because guys sat around in the room thinking about what is the best thing we guys can do what do you guys want to make? Let's make the best thing possible that we can make. Let's make a storyboard. We'll get the characters. They, they took time and passion to put it into the project, which is why it lasted fucking 25 years, okay? Otherwise, we wouldn't be staring at it right now, right? right. So now you're going to take all that away, say it doesn't matter what you guys do, sit in a room and think about it, because regardless of what you make, you're going to get $35 a month from everybody. It doesn't matter. Whatever you guys feel like making this month, just let us know you got a new game. Well, you got to remember, also, Microsoft is making the first-party title games and bringing the companies in to make the first-party because if it was just the first-party titles underneath this umbrella of Game Pass, it wouldn't be worth it. But because they get the third-party games to come on board on top of their first-party titles, it makes it a much better deal to to try these games out. For instance, I'm going to change topics. Are you ready? Or what were you going to say, Sarge? I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 I got to stop now. That's fine. <laughs> Continue. If you if you if you nope. still want to talk about it, nope, nope, I'm gonna cut it off. Nope. Well, I, I'm talking about we're gonna we're we're gonna talk about Xbox Meta, and we're also gonna talk about Battlefield 2042. We're gonna we're gonna put these together here. Okay. One is that the Xbox wants a Meta. Okay. And it says Microsoft wants to build its own metaverse with the Xbox games. Following the metaverse steps of Facebook, Microsoft announced Mesh for Microsoft Teams will be coming to 2022 PC, mobile, and VR. Uh, taking a page from Facebook steps into the metaverse, Microsoft is throwing its hat into the virtual ring through a series of initiated, uh, initiatives and new products like Mesh for Teams. Microsoft wants to uh, permanent spaces for consumers and enterprises, mixed reality spaces. This morning, during a Microsoft uh, Ignite 2021 stream, Microsoft CEO uh, Nadell gave viewers an overview of their plans of moving into a virtual meeting space. These include applications like Microsoft Team, Dynamic 365, Connected Space, and more through Microsoft Azure platform. The initial product is lead to chargeable Mesh and Microsoft Teams. Mesh will allow users to interact with another in virtual space through webcam or customization 3D avatars. Users then can populate a virtual conference room, design center, and other real-world spaces to enhance uh, the spark creativity and foster stuff. So basically, this is what it's going to look like. Okay, you got VR, you got your, it's Second Life. Basically, you're in your meeting rooms and whatnot. It's have, second life. It's second life. Yeah, Absolutely. Second life of Sims. Second life. Second life 2.0. Right. Right. So they're they're having little right. things like this happening. And so they're they're throwing their they're not making a metaverse like what you think, like ready player one. They're just trying to but take that's, but that's the step one. Right. Right. They're 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 moving in. You're gonna be in the Sims. It's step one. Right. So talking about this is just more Microsoft news. And then I want to talk about Game Pass again, right? So Game Pass bringing other games in. Now, someone let me know that it's a 10-day trial for Battlefield 2042, right? And last year or earlier this year, I said that when Battlefield comes out on day one, it will be on Game Pass. And I was wrong, but I'm also right, okay? Now, I just said it was going to be on Game Pass. It's only a 10-hour trial, okay? But it's still on Game Pass through EA through EA Play, okay? So, two ways this is going to happen here. Either the game is super successful, and it's going to stay on EA Play, and you can purchase it on EA Play, pay monthly fee on EA Play, 
which you can still play your Battlefield game on EA Play. Down the road, it'll be like Squadrons, which came to Game Pass and stuff because it, it sucked and it was a bad game and it wasn't overpopulated. So they brought it over to Game Pass, was it three months after it came out? Okay. So Battlefront 2042 is coming out and it is on Game Pass. So we will try it on Game Pass. And I, I kind of agree with you, Mo. Right? It'll be on Game Pass in six months. And 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 this is this is how I want. Yeah, EA Play is on Game Pass, but if you buy EA Play monthly, if you pay for monthly EA Play, EA Play on Game Pass is just you don't get to play the new games on Game Pass. The old games are on Game Pass through EA Play, but if you want to play EA Play games, you have to pay the monthly fee to EA to get Battlefield the monthly thing. That's how it works there. So Portal. All right, this is going to be our big topic. We're in the next hour. We have a half hour left, okay? Um, so I want to talk about Portal, okay? Portal's coming to this game, and this is going to be the make or break for this game, okay? The hazard zone is not going to be the make or break. The regular zone uh, modes, uh, conquest and stuff is not going to be the, the make or break. This is going to be the make or break of Battlefield 2042. Now, I said, if the game comes out and it's still buggy, shitty mess... I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to wait till it goes on sale or I'm going to wait till it comes on Game Pass, right? The portal, okay, is coming out and you can do a lot of different stuff here, okay? You can, it's going to be able to take things from Battlefield 1942, Battlefield Bad Company 2, and Battlefield 3. This right here excites me because we're actually, as we're playing Hell Let Loose, I was like, man, I really want to play, I, w I wish Battlefield I could play the new Battlefield, like Battlefield 1942 and stuff. You can do this, right? You can redo the stuff. You can take maps from that. There's so much customization that you can do with this, right? The core, okay? Game mode. The, your first choice is deciding what game mode you want to play. You can play Conquest Large, Conquest Rush, Free For All, Team Deathmatch, okay? And you can, you can set all the parameters that you want to play for, for, for this, okay? Map rotation. You can make all the map rotations. This is ingenious by them because you, the player, make the servers, you make the matches, you set the rules to what you want for your game. Now, I don't know. I'm assuming they're going to charge servers for this. This is how they're going to make their money, right? Uh, a monthly fee, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, chat. Don't they do that now? Don't you buy servers? I've never got my own server for Battlefield, but I'm pretty sure you can get rent your own servers like Minecraft and everything else through the actual company itself. And I think this is where people are really going to make the the money for this game, right? Season pass, battle pass, cosmetics, renting servers, all this stuff, right? This is where they're where they're gonna do it. Uh you could do seven large layouts. Okay. You do hourglass breakout, climb up manifest, orbital, renewal. Okay. 13 medium layouts for for maps and you got 13 small layouts for maps. You got small maps, you got medium maps, you got large maps, you got game mode details, okay? You can make max players, right? You can make whatever, what you spawn with, what you die with, if you can be revived, if you can't be revived. You have all parameters to do everything you want with this game, okay? Modifiers, friendly fire, extreme weather events, stationary weapons placements, classic soldier weapon turning, aim assist, aim assist, zoom snap, right? You can make all this stuff behind. So basically what they do behind the scenes of this game, you get to do this on your own, Sarge. Now, the soldiers, okay? 
You can make it prone or strafe while sprinting or sprint, aim down sights, health regeneration, traversal sprint. I think people will spend more time setting up the match than actually in the match. Okay, this is what that sounds like. Uh, you can make vehicles, no combat vehicles, on foot call in only, deploy menu only, on foot calls, deploy. So what they're talking about is they're thinking that the 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 player base of this game, the us that they're used to love. They're covering all the bases. They're covering all the bases. The, the people that used to love this game in 1942, Battlefield Bad Company 2, Battlefield 3, those people are going to make this game survive, okay? I really do believe that this is going to be a quick one-and-done for a lot of people. They're going to play it, they're going to think it's cool, but it's going to get boring, and they're going to move on, okay? But the hardcore... That. What's that? I don't know about that. You think they're going to stay around? Yep. I See, I don't think because, so. Because because Portal Portal will keep them coming back. Oh, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Portal is for the for the old-school people. I'm saying the regular game modes of Hazard Zone and, and, and the regular Conquest mode with this new specialist is going to be a one-and-done, like, it'll be popular for like a week... A month, it's, it's and then just it'll like just, it'll it'll fall onto this it, on Portal it's itself. Just, it's just like Apex Legends. There's a, a big base of people that play Apex Legends. They're going to come over here. The same thing. Hazard Zone is just rush with BR. That's all it is. Hazard Zone is team based BR. That's it. Yeah, it's a little turnaround it's, for it. Yeah. Yes, but but it covers all the bases. The specialists have your Apex Legends, Overwatch crowd, team guys shooting. Then you have. Rush BR team mode, and then you have Portal, which is anybody can do whatever they want. It covers all the bases. It covers this, it all. This right here, I know they they advertise this as like a big selling point, like Battlefield twenty forty two versus nineteen forty two. That's who wants to be on the on the on the nineteen forty two side. We have bolt action rifles, and Battlefield's got fully automatic weapons. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure, fun, fun, but at the same time. That's that's gonna be one and done. You're gonna be like, yeah, well, that was fun, but trying, I'm not going back to that. They're, they're covering all the bases. Look at the game modes. Look at the game modes. You're trying to capture every. You're trying to capture everybody. Everybody. You want old players from from Battlefield games to come back. You want the Apex Legends crowd to come in, and you want the BR crowd to come in, who plays team based games. It's everybody. You're you basically set the game up for everybody. So now. If it if it fails on one end, it's not going to fail on all three. It's going to be a hell of a lot better than Battlefield Five, right? And I really wanted that one to work. Right, right, Wolfie. That doesn't sound fun at all. Let me take let me take an doesn't old it, school doesn't thing. It? Yeah. Doesn't it sound that awesome? That Wolverine? doesn't sound fun at all. Okay. Yeah. That sounds awesome. But this right here, I know a lot of people are very stoked about, and I, I'm talking about old school Battlefield fans are very excited because they don't want the Battlefield 5. They didn't want Hardline. They want the old experience of Bad Company 2 or 1942. And even down the road, if it's just 50 guys or 100 guys that want to play Battlefield 1942, but they can't because their PCs don't run it anymore. They just don't on that server. They can now make those matches inside Portal. This is why this game is going to survive not because of Hazard Zone, not because of the regular game mode, not because of the specialty classes. Um, I don't know. Look, Pepsi we're going to a... see. And we're getting close. We're going to see firsthand, right? All, all the bullshit talk that we say about this, right? We're going to see. Now, here's, here's my question, right? Just, we played Hell Let Loose 50 on 50. Great. Okay? There's no destructible environment. Nope. The, de the details are good, yep. but there's no destructible environment. 
How much lag did we get? A lot. How much lag did I have that, that game we played? It yeah. might have been a bad server, just to say. Now, question. If I've got 50 on 50 and everything's destructible and there's 10 tanks and planes and helicopters and anti-aircraft guns and everyone's driving around, what's the server going to be like? Yeah. Is there a magic server? Is there magical servers now? Because <laughs> if I, if we were getting lag in a game where it was detailed but nothing was destructible and, and the server didn't have to work hard and now you're going to put me in a game where everything blows up and everyone's driving something and everyone's flying around, Mike, all I can say is I'm going to wait and see. Let's let's see what you got. I, because if there if there's magic servers, I'm in. I'll get the 10-hour trial, I'm, but I'm not paying for it day one. Yeah, yeah. no, I'll, I'm playing the 10-hour trial, and then I'll put it down until it comes on Game Pass or until it goes on a massive see sale. In, see, see in six months? Yeah, yeah. Listen, it, for one thing's for certain, right? I'll, I'll, I want to put my money where my mouth is, all right? I'll buy some subs for the people. This game, not going to fail like Battlefield Five did, right? It might be controversial, there's going to be a lot of shit talk when it comes out, like a lot of shit talk, but the numbers won't lie. The numbers of people who get it won't lie. I, I so, think I think it'll be around seven, eight million. You think so? Yeah. I think I think I think this Battlefield game, if it now here's the deal breaker. If the servers run correctly and don't glitch out, if they run correctly, it'll be like when COD released their wham bam thank you Black Ops. It'll be like that kind of release. You'll be in double digits. If if the servers work. It, if the servers don't work well. The most they've ever sold was Battlefield 3 at 17 yep. million copies. That's correct. And I'm gonna tell you, I don't think they be, I don't think they do that. If the servers run well, I'm telling you, if the servers run well, the game runs like it's supposed to. I'm not talking about PC here, I'm talking about console. If the servers run well, you're gonna hit that number. You're gonna get close to that number. It'll be just like that release. But if it does not, it, Here's the thing. More people playing the game, more problems for the servers. Right? More people that buy it day one, more problems for the servers. Listen, it's not like... They've never... It's, it, it's not listen, like Ian doesn't have servers yeah, no, ready. It's no, not but like it's a new never, making servers. They've never... If they have a, a Call of Duty moment where they're, they're selling 20 million copies, there's going to be massive problems with Battlefield 2042 for weeks to come. Because they've never sold that many before in their entire life, okay? And if more people are going to buy it right now, you think they're going to have enough servers? No fucking way. That's are all they, they gonna... make is multiplayer games. What do they have? They got servers in the closet waiting. They're, don't tell me they don't have servers. They, they, look, Amazon has all the servers in the world, and they still fucked up New World. You think uh, EA is going to be because, ready? Well, to be fair, to be fair, the accountant in Amazon said, "Well, I can't, I cannot allow, allocate this much money to the gaming division. They haven't showed us what they can do yet. I'm going to give them a little piece of the pie and see what they can do with that. And then if they do good, I'll give them a bigger piece of the pie. That's what they're doing at Amazon. Because otherwise, if you wanted to make an MMO splash and make sure the goddamn game works, you'd have all the servers you need and put them on there and charge an extra fucking nickel on all the products you sell and be fucking done with this. Don't tell me Amazon yeah. doesn't have servers." Yeah. Is there any early edition that gives access? Yeah, $120 edition gets you 10 days early access or some shit like that. Like, it's 10 or 12 days. I think it might be 7 or 10 days. The game comes out whenever it comes out, and 7 or 10 days before that, anyone that paid $120 gets the game early. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Yeah, well that's exactly correct. We are going to see. We're going to see. I, I can't talk about it anymore. I got to see the proof in the pudding now. 
I want to see Battlefield 2042 50 on 50 portal run. I want to see it run <laughs> on console yeah. live. Yeah. I want to see it, right? Listen, they show beautiful shit. They get all their guys in a room and they set up all that shit shooting up and walls falling and tanks exploding. And the guy puts a C4 on the ATV and throws it through the window and it blows up the tank. Looks fucking awesome. Definitely a, definitely a build on a PC, though. I want to see that shit on console. Show it to me. Yeah. Show me my Xbox Series X is going to melt. Show it to me. Show it to me. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. I remember like six, seven months ago they said it. I think it's like seven or ten days early, and and yet it's like a hundred, hundred twenty dollar edition. I'm I'm pretty sure, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the only way you can kill a F twenty two with a World War One plane is crash into it, Krebsy. I don't. I'm not <laughs> sure you can actually shoot it at all. It's just, it's like it's like basically you're 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 gonna you're in the movie The Final Countdown, right? You're in the movie The Final Countdown. You're gonna be in a Japanese Zero, and you're gonna be fighting against an F fourteen Tomcat. We're gonna see who wins. I wonder who wins. Sounds sounds like a blast. Sounds right. like a blast. Yeah, for the yeah. team who's got the for the team that has the Tomcats, it sounds amazing. You know what? You know what I see happening? People just making servers. That's Battlefield Three, Bad Company Two, and Nineteen Forty Two, and those are gonna be the most popular servers. And then people are just gonna go back and play those games. When does the game come out? When does the game come out? Uh, it comes out next week. Two weeks. Is it two weeks? Yeah. All right, so if it's two weeks, then the next show we do next week, because we're Hold not on, doing the show say. for Thanksgiving. We're not doing the show no, for we're Thanksgiving. No, we're not doing Thanksgiving. Right, so well, next Thanksgiving's week, in three weeks, whatever it is. It's the last Thursday. So yeah. next show, we're going to write down our guesses, including chats, on which portals, which portal matchups are going to be popular. Like the, Those servers are going to be popular. We're going to put our ideas down. We're going to pin them up. And when the game comes out, we're going to see who's right. Okay, it's seven days early access. It comes out the 19th, so early access is November 12th. So next week, before we have the show, okay, right? Because, oh, no, it'll be on the day. On the day, it'll, it'll, it'll be. Yeah, or well, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have my picks. No one's going to start putting, making popular servers day one. It's going to take some time, so... Yeah, so November twelfth. That oh, that's next Friday. We won't even we won't even get to talk about it. So there's two more shows before Thanksgiving. We have the eleventh and the eighteenth. There's two more shows, and then we're off uh, for Thanksgiving. So yeah, Battlefield twenty forty two. All right, next story I want to talk about is kind of weird. I don't even know why they would have an article about this, but they do. Okay, so Bioware has no plans to end Star Wars: The Old Republic anytime soon. That's the title. Right? Why? But why is why that a title? You, why was that a title? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to read the who, article now. Who who came out with the set that says, oh, no, I think uh, Old Republic's going to go away. Somebody said that in the office. It, it says, And then someone did a story on it? Yeah. Yeah, you get why 10 would, hours, why, 10 hours on Game Pass. Why would it go away? Why why would it go away? Why would you even talk about that? Yeah. I mean, are, isn't the Star Wars brand coming out of a grave right now? They're trying to reboot it, and they're trying to make shows and get things moving again. Like, Stuff's starting to move again. Like stuff's supposed to come out starting next year. Stuff's the ball's gonna get rolling again for Star Wars shit. And then you come out with this story that just says, uh, the 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 old republic's not gonna be canceled anytime soon. Well, why would it? Why uh, would you cancel something that's gonna be cross-promoted with anything that comes into play? This this has got to be an opinion piece. It says after a decade of telling Star Wars stories, there's still a lot more to come. Right? I before I even read this. I feel like they wouldn't get rid of it because right now Star Wars is building up a whole Old Republic films. 
right? Like they're doing, they just came out with those crappy renditions of books for the old Republic, right? But the high Republic, whatever it was, but I don't think you would get rid of this game. It's a perfect crossover at the height of its of its popularity. It's a, it's a perfect crossover. I don't understand why they would get and rid of it. And I don't mean the MMO is the height. I'm saying that the theme of the of the of the old Republic is coming to fruition. You know what I mean? It's all coming out. So it says he was an optimistic twenty something year old when he rolled out his first bounty hunter with the with the bad scars and bad attitudes. Star Wars and the old Republic. A decade later, I'm still. Uh, Adored and approaching middle age, but I'm still gleaning, uh, rolling ults and chewing through some of my favorite MMO stories. Uh, chatting with the creative director, Charles Boyd, of the Old Republic's 10-year anniversary, I confess I was hoping he'd say that Bioware was almost done with the MMO, but only because I'm craving a sequel. I always want... Oh, what do you mean? The MMO always continues. But the team says no plans to stop anytime soon, he says. There are more stories and sci-fi cries to come. It doesn't feel like things are, are building up uh, some some kind of conclusion, though, especially with the recently resurge of Darth uh, Magus uh, stepped back into the role of the antagonist for the legacy of the Sith expansion. The lad's been uh, a big big pierce of, of longtime something as Ali sometimes in the game's main antagonist, and one of the dead guys is now he's on his revenge tour after cutting off the strings and made him a puppet to the Sith Empress. Okay. Uh, so the CG trailer before the game even launched. So even when it comes around for 10 years, coming around a kind of a full circle, maybe that could happen. Maybe some kind of circular, uh, event, whatever that means to be a reasonable guess. Okay. So, but whatever happens to the Sith legacy of the Sith is just part of it. Okay. Boyd goes on and promises more to come from him beyond the next expansion. I can certainly understand Bioware's desire to keep it most uh, recognizable and long running villain around for a bit longer and who's to say that the closure means a lightsaber through the chest? Maybe it's also just off of becoming a moisture farmer on Tatooine to make up a swoop bike racing. Uh, so what it says here, where does it go from here? More than any other MMO, Star Wars uh, uh, Old Republic, Star Wars of the Old Republic, has been a great source of scripted tales. At the launch of the highlight was the classic stories giving players eight unique adventures, each with a... Uh, Liberal dose of agency thanks to abundance of dialogue choices. Hey, you played this game, right? Sorry, it's fantastic. I played through the Bounty Hunter story. The, the MMO, Star Wars. You know what? It's been so long I forgot, but I picked Darth, I picked the Dark Jedi. I, I picked I the Bounty Hunter. Everything's voice Jedi. acted. Everything. Everything yeah. is voice acted. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's a, it's a great MMO. If you guys, and I believe it's still free, and you can play... To, to a certain level, I believe. Yeah, to like level 40, 40 or 60 or, or something like that. Um. It's a fantastic game. Yeah, I don't know why. Obviously, this is an opinion piece, and he's talking about... It's, he's it's been about playing time, it for bro. 10 it's years. about time. I, you know, this I know is, how much time it takes. I wish they did this. I'm, I'm a little upset because they didn't remake Star Wars Galaxies. Right? Because I look back at what Star Wars Galaxy was and what Star Wars The Old Republic is, and if they just made Star Wars The Old Republic, Star Wars Galaxies, Right? To me, that would be the perfect game because I want to be in the only, I want to be was, in the realm of the Star Wars original Star Wars, not the only, Old Republic. It was only good for you. The numbers didn't lie about the complexity of the game, and they couldn't have played. They didn't have enough player retention. That's why it died. Because everyone not wanted only, to be a Jedi. Well, no, because they changed they they changed the cast the, the character creation thing because they weren't getting enough retention of players that they desired, and so they thought that it was too difficult. So they lowered the bar. And what ended up happening, it caused everyone to break the game because the hardcore people who spent 
a year leveling their right. character right. was told to go fuck themselves. You basically told 150,000 people at the time that to go fuck yourselves, you were hunting, you, you were trying to work towards Jedi or you're working towards Bounty Hunter, and then somebody just put the quarter in the machine and says, I'm a Jedi, and he's running around with a lightsaber, like, and everyone's like, go fuck yourself, right? I spent a year. I spent a year getting it to be a Jedi. A year. A year. Right. And you did, and by the way, there was no videos on on what to do to be a Jedi. No. You had no. to figure it out yourself. You had to figure it out. It wasn't given to you. So when you saw a Jedi in game, it was impressive because somebody took the time to actually fucking do it. And now they decided to make it a, hey, you want to start the game? Hi, Timmy. You want to be a Jedi? You get to be so, a Jedi. So I just looked up the number. So 923,000 people concurrently were on when the game was at its at its peak. Almost a million people for Star I Wars Galaxies. That, is, is, is that not a good enough number? I thought that's a good enough number. That's what New World was doing on right right now when it when it first launched. And that yeah, but that was twenty years ago. Yeah. They're doing a million they were doing a million people twenty years ago. Yeah, twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Before all the extra people were getting games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure a million people twenty years ago is a pretty fucking good number. Yeah. So I obviously they picked the old republic because everyone could be a, a Jedi from the start, right? Because there was thousands correct. of Jedi back then, right? That's so, correct. So so yeah, that's uh that's the story for there. Um, I still understand why that's a story. It was a an opinion piece for for the guy saying what what's happening with it, like what what's it doing, and the guy saying so that because it, so so he was bored one day, looked up a bunch of stuff for Old Republic. Yeah, because he's been he's that, been playing that, it. He's been playing it for ten years. Found out there was nobody nobody else talking about it. And like, oh, is it going to go away? And so he called somebody and said, hey, are you guys going to still make stuff? And they're like, yeah, don't worry, we're we're still here. Okay. Okay, so the next story I want to talk about is Take-Two Boss says digital collectible goods don't have value just because they're NFTs. Strauss Zelnick is a big believer in digital collectibles, but says that the NFTs aren't and can't lose uh, proposition. Okay. Take-Two uh, Zelnick has he held a few concentrated opinions over the years. In 2019, he declared that Fortnite never affected the video game industry, and a year later, he said he was highly skeptical that the subscription service like Xbox Game Pass would become a primary distrib distribution method for games. He was even more forceful in his thoughts on the future of VR, saying he was thankful that Take-Two didn't waste any money on it. And I agree there. That's a good, that's well, actually... Not then. Okay. Not well, That then. was just two years ago. That was two years ago. Okay, but things change quickly in the tech field. Yeah, VR will never, never, never take off unless I'm it brings very, down. I'm very sorry. Uh, it's gotta be affordable. It's getting Facebook, there. Facebook wants it in your house. Yeah, I can guarantee you. That's the why they prices are coming down. Yeah, well, that's why they're three hundred dollars or four hundred dollars now. It's still price too high. Points coming down. That's fine. Facebook wants it in your house. You're getting it. Trust me. You mean Meta? You mean no? Meta. I mean Facebook. <laughs> no, I mean Facebook. On the non fungible front, though, he's definitely rolling with the crowd, following closely behind Ubisoft and Electronic Arts. Zelnick told Game Industry that he's a big believer that NFTs, although not necessary. As, the ex as they exist right now. He believes in the collectible physical goods. I don't know why you wouldn't believe that in collectible digital goods, Zelnick said, and blockchain author authorization, which is what NFTs really is, is was one way and not the only way. So I'll author authorcate the fact something is singular is rare. So I'm a big believer 
But what if what if I don't believe in is just because something is digital or an NFT and suddenly has value and or has value that will be increased in the future? And I think that's the problem with NFTs because they're related to blockchain as currently contemplated. Um, and because some have gone for a lot of money are seen as some as just another opportunity to invest in, in uh, speculations that some think will only go up. Uh, and speculations don't just go up. They also come down, too. He's not he's not wrong, but his perhaps understanding that the matter of a little bit multiple recent NFT scams have cost bankers millions of dollars. The creator of the involved uh, apps at NFT oh, made I shed a tear for the made banks. off of two point seven million in October and early this week an official Squid Game crypto scam netted around three point three million. Take two is obviously less likely to do a rug pull with the with the evil ape, but it's still early days of complex and risky technology that without consideration are considering the challenges of convincing people that the image of the internet is unique and it's worth 600 uh, for NFTs to be valuable or durable. It has to be found in intersections of rarity and quality of the rarity of the end value. Zelnick says, and there's rarity for sure in the NFTs, but I'm not sure there's value. So a lot of people are pushing towards this because I have another article um, that EA Okay, and Ubisoft, EA calls NFTs and blockchain games the future of the industry. Okay, Andrew Wilson, Android Wilson, called NFTs and play-to-earn games the future of the industry, but added that it's still early to figure out how they're going to work and when asked about the topic during the company's earning call this, this week. I think that's the context of the games we create and we live, ser uh, live services we offer. Collectible digital content is going to play a meaningful part in the future, Wilson said. So it's still early to tell, but we think that they're really good position. We should also expect us to, to kind of think more innovatively and creatively about what goes on uh, in the basis. What do you think about these blockchains and NFTs, Sarge? Where do you think they're going to go okay, with this? For, okay, first of this all, this is worse than microtransactions. This, this is this is this is a, a complicated discussion that we probably can't have on the show. So first of all, value is assessed by the people involved in the actual product. Right, cryptocurrency. Value value is assessed by the people. It's just like normal money. You have paper money in your wallet right now. You believe right? in it. You believe in that money. You believe it's worth something, so it is worth something. Right. Okay? It's almost like the tick. The tick's superpower was he's nigh invulnerable. He's nigh invulnerable because he believes he is. Right? There's belief in the money, so the money actually exists. Right. So an NFT is just saying, I'm transferring my belief system into another form of currency. Yes, it's not paper, it's digital. But I feel the same way about it that I do about the paper. The paper used to be backed up by gold, which made me believe in it a lot more. Right. Now it's based on soul belief, right? My paper is worth something because I believe it is, and we all, we use it as, uh, let's not get too complicated. Uh, now it's just the, cards. The, now it's just the cards. American, the it. American dollar is still used worldwide by the OPEC dollar. Oil is traded with our money, okay, which is now basically the substitution for gold. So oil is the gold. Our money is based on the oil. So now everybody else who wants to start up their own shit wants to do Bitcoin. Right. Well, obviously, everybody can't start their own Bitcoin, just like everybody can't start well, their own currency. Can. But they can, right? There's a lot of different currencies out there. Yep. Some are worth more than others, correct? Doesn't matter that it's a different country. Some are just worth more than others. What is that currency worth in the environment that you're using it and who believes in that currency? Right. Him saying that it doesn't have any value is because he's got his money invested in the ones that he wants, not the ones that 
other people want right. it. So he can't talk about what he values and doesn't value because if someone big is it says out loud that he believes in some kind of currency, there would be a rush for that currency. Everyone has to understand we are in we are in virgin territory right now. Blockchain currencies are going to stick around. If you haven't gotten, listen, if you guys haven't gotten the Visa MasterCard Bitcoin commercial on your phone at least 25 times a day, <laughs> then I don't know where what head and cave you are in, okay? Blockchain is here to stay. They just haven't figured out which one is the one that's going to stay. Right, they're all jockeying okay? for position right now. Right? It's like in, it's it's like if America decided, "Hey everybody, we're going to have 100 different currencies. We're going to figure out which one sticks." Right. right, and then we're like, wait, we're not using the dollar. No, no, we got a hundred. We're gonna figure out which one yeah. sticks. So right now, in the lead is Bitcoin, Ethereum, and I think two other ones. The rest, everyone's playing with, because they start off at like half a penny or three quarters of a penny, and people buy like three thousand dollars worth. Because if it goes to twenty cents, right, they made their money. You can retire. Yeah, right, right, right. right. You can right. retire because people's belief in that money. So. That's why if you guys aren't reading about Bitcoin right now, if you guys haven't like read up on Bitcoin right now, take some time out, stay away well, from your <clears> wife <throat> or girlfriend, go off into a corner someplace and read up on digital currencies and investments and find out what's going on. Because just like in the past, when we missed the stocks and we missed the banks this is it. and we missed the, the yep. tech stuff, this is the one you're alive in. This is the one where you guys are smart enough. This is the one where you have money around you and can make a move. Now is the time to pay attention because you'll have to wait another 10, 15 years before something else comes out. And maybe you'll be too far in debt or too far down the family road to actually make moves. How do you think now is the time to pay attention? How do you think they implement these NFT though in, in video game form? Like let's it's just, easy. Let's just talk easy. about Madden. You, you, decide, you decide that that's the currency in the game. You no, decide. I understand that, but let, let's say they bring a, like for Madden, let's say they bring in Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady, level 99, and there's only one of them, right? Yep. At highest bidder. Right. The highest bidder takes them, right? It depends on what currency we're using. Right, but whatever, EA currency. EA's currency that you have to take your real money, whatever that is, to buy their currency in their and, game. And by the way. And then the highest the way, bidder takes Tom Brady at 99 yeah. And there's only one. So only and one person why, gets Tom Brady at 99. And that's why, and that's why I can't talk about Earth 2, because Earth 2 is the greatest new scam ever, ever conceived. Because once the money goes into the system of Earth 2, it never comes out. You can never get that money back right. yourself until somebody else puts money in for you to take out that money. I, I think it's I, one of the greatest new scams ever. They don't even have a name for it yet. There's not even a name for what's I, going on in Earth. Too. I think NFTs come to video games that we're in trouble. We're in trouble. No, you're not gonna that, be in trouble. That's microtransactions to the to the next next level, right? Well, to umpteenth level. Because EA will make their coin. Atari's already got their own coin. It's called the Atari coin. Okay, yeah, or all, Atari token. Yes, but you're thinking about it in terms of like outside currency. They're talking about it as an involved currency for their own universe. Correct. If you if you step into the EA bubble, if I walk into the EA bubble, I cannot purchase anything in the EA bubble unless I transfer EA coin. real money, right. real money into their currency. Right, into their casino once currency. I do that, right. Once I do that, that money that I put in will never come right. back never out get to out. a person. Right. It only goes to them. It only goes to them. It, even if somebody else 
comes in and wins something, they only win they, the currency of they, the bubble. They, do they that, don't win yeah, the but actual they do that money. Now. No, but they do that now with microtransactions. You have to convert your money into certain crystals or whatever it's, else. That's not, what this, that's not what the NFTs are. NFTs are literally... I, I take a gif of a picture of a, of a of a bunny rabbit, whatever. Yep. And now I'm selling that NFT. They want to implement that stuff into video games, meaning if Tom Brady... No, that's quite possible. They want to do that. That's what EA wants to do. That's what Ubisoft wants to do. That's what Take-Two wants to do. Meaning that if you're competing in a football game and Tom Brady's only got one 99 ability card, okay, it would be the highest bidder. So instead of getting a power pack of whatever you're buying for EA Madden currency, you're now taking that currency and then bidding on a player, one player, to try to draft that player to your... There's no duplicates of that card. It would only be one card worth this amount of money, and that's what the value is, and that's what they want to implement the in value, games like this. The value would be assessed by the by the market. By the, of that's course. That's exactly how it goes. That's how it would go. That's that's terrible. If if, if that comes is, into games is like to, EA... It is to a point. It is to a point, because what you are doing is you are trading in the real-world currency for an NFT that has no real world value except within the universe of that of the currency. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a madhouse. I bought yeah. Bitcoin, I got 10% return in 3 months and I withdrew because of moving it needed uh needed the money. Bitcoin is officially a bank account in another currency. Yeah. No, I I've, I've invested. I I won't say what I've invested in, but I got my Xbox. That that was paid for by by a cryptocurrency that I invested in, right? Like you get in all, all I'm going to say is get you, guys, out. you guys need to be smart now. You guys are getting older. I'm old. Okay. Start looking at, start looking what's up and coming. Invest your money. Invest your money now while you're, while you're in your 20s and your 30s, and you guys will be, be able to retire when you're 50 instead of 60. Krebsy, what I'm talking about, though, is it's EA, right? So EA is looking for that way of how can we get NFTs to make more money than we're making right now with the microtransactions and stuff. Okay. Like, that's a picture right now. Someone take a picture of that and sell that NFT of Sarge petting the cat and then sell that on the internet, okay? Like, that's that's what we're talking about. EA wants to... You know EA wants to take it and make it to the, the worst possible... worst possible thing possible. You know what I mean? Get a PlayStation 530? I, I will if I could get one, but that's that's down the road. Our cousin's a scalper up north, Mike. We can make a phone call. We can get one. Oh, he'll, okay. sell to you, he'll sell it to you for cost. Okay. Good to know. It's no. true. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Twitch. How is it? Okay. Twitch. Money laundering on Twitch triggers call for investigation from Turkish politician. Okay. The scheme came in light of the result of the massive Twitch data breach that occurred in October. The massive Twitch data breach occurred in October revealed all sorts of behind the curtain information, including a rundown on just how much money its top streamers making. Short version. Okay. Also, according to the Middle East Eye report, a leak also exposed on how a number of streamers in the country were pulling in a very large amounts of bit donations, despite having a tiny number of followers. Introduced in 2016, bits are a virtual currency that Twitch viewers can purchase and then use to cheer streamers and, more importantly, support them financially. Partners and affiliates earn 0.01 per bit cheered for channels with Twitch takes a cut of initial purchase. So, for instance, 500 bits cost $7 to purchase and would net a streamer $5 if they all cheer, uh, cheer donated really on the same person. 
Okay, it's simple, straightforward system. So, so was the scam. Thieves would just steal stolen credit cards to purchase and donate large amounts of bits and willing streamers, who would be who would then refund the bulk of donations into a different accounts, keeping a small cut, reportedly twenty to thirty percent, for their trouble. Sounds like money laundering one hundred and one, and it was apparently not a great secret. This is something that was many of us have been aware of for a very long time, but we couldn't convince Twitch and any other Amazon nor the audience for years. Turkish streamer uh, Grimnax said, who said is also receives offers to take part in a scheme called Middle East Eye. He waited to for the prominent names of the platform to talk about the issue as, as a mid-level influencer like me weren't loud enough. Um, BBL uh, Lingo is streamer, uh, Valorant Pro, uh, Copped and taking part of the scheme, or coped and taking part of the scheme, uh, twit longer post in which he said that roughly four thousand was sent to his channel, his twit, his Twitter account, and since the suspended, but Google Translate explanation remains. He says he was approached by a former friend with a proposition to make some extra money. Viewers would earn bits by watching ads, presumably his channel, and then share a portion of the bits with it, all perfectly legal and above board. He was assured. He jumped like a fool and he said, okay, he wrote later and realized that bits were anonymous and became suspicious and wanted to quit. But since I was on the rise about the time and the person who did it uh, had a trump card on him, even though I told the person many times I didn't want to continue, I was forced to do so. Hmm. Sounds like the mafia to me, doesn't it, Sarge? Just, just a little bit. Right. So there you go. Money laundering happening through Twitch. Okay. Um, I mean... Is it surprising? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Just the, it's the new and upcoming way to launder money. Pretty pretty inventive. I mean, the new way to, to do it. But it's funny because the guy's like, yeah, sure, because he wanted money, right? That's the root of all type of problems, isn't it? Who doesn't? Who doesn't want? Who doesn't money? want money, right? And then he got too far in, and then couldn't get out, and then his his channel got banned. Awesome, awesome. So another good story is about Twitch. Hello, Twitch. I know we're live on Twitch right now. Make sure you hit that follow button down below. But don't give us bits because we don't do money laundering here. Um, so, money laundering on Twitch. What else do we got here tonight? We got Twitch. We got the meta. They're not doing anything, Krabzy. They just happen to be part of it. Yeah, the, tw the, the streamers were part of it. So, people would just get bits and then he was in on it. So... Then he was trying to get out, but they wouldn't let him out because they were making money. And they're like, no, you're not. We're still going to donate to you, and you're still going to give us the, the, the cash that we want. <laughs> right. Think, think how, think how ingenious that is, Krebsy. Think about it. That money is as clean as the easiest clean money you could probably ever make. Right? I donate to somebody on Twitch, and I collect the money. Right. Well, you have, to, money. You, you, have to get, you have to get them to, to refund it. To give the refund, the the streamer has no, no, to be. No, no, you know he's not refunding. Yeah, no, he is. That's what the article no, I, said. I'm I'm not sure if he's actually refunding. I think he's collecting, and they're collecting from him. Otherwise, that it would look, said that refunded. Would, that yeah, but that would be such a black mark that you would see that it would be so many so many, refunds so many refunds. Someone. Yeah, that would not that would not be a smart way because then it would be documented. All it is is this guy gets a lot of tips, right? Gets a lot of tips, and then you go knocking on his door. We're here yeah. to collect. Yeah, give us give us here's your twenty percent. Yeah, here's your twenty yeah. percent. Think about how quick. Think how quick and easy that is to launder the money. Think about it. What do I need? Fifty fake accounts. Fifty fake accounts. I keep donating to the guy. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, Activision. Yeah. Activision. Yeah. Think about it, Krebsy. Think how crazy it is. Activision uh, Blizzard stock drops dramatically after big yes. game delays, but let's, it's not really because of the big down. game delays. What's that? Let's, let's calm down. It didn't drop dramatically. It just looks that way because the graph makes a downward arrow. Plus. It was 18%. It was 18%. Yeah. 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 Well, that's because uh, with the quarterly report, well, they're not going to make anything. Well, that, Jen O'Neill also leaves Blizzard as the co-leader. Oh, oh, you mean the girl that just got there? Seven was months. was going to save everybody? Yeah, seven months. You mean her? She was She was one of the leads in Vicarious Visions, who's no longer around because Vicarious Visions is being gulped up by Activision. Uh, she's leaving to go pursue other other things. Don't done other things, Mike. She's doing a nonprofit. Right, now. well, nonprofit, and one a, million dollars. Activision, Activision gave her a, one million dollars check for a million dollars for nonprofit. Yeah. She doesn't know what she's doing, but she started this started this thing. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know what to do with a million dollars either. It would take me some time. Yeah, so she's leaving. Mark Yabara uh, is is the lead now uh, for all of it. So there's been what three three changes in like two months. Uh, for people leaving or whatnot. Um, they're not coming out with any games, Sarge. Diablo is not coming out next year. Diablo 4. Uh, Overwatch 2 is not so coming surprised. out next so year. Surprised. So they're, they're literally putting zeros on the board, hence why Diablo Resurrection was like a big one for them to come out because Activision is struggling right now with, with all the stuff that they're doing, right? Investors, okay, once again, it's not a gaming company anymore, okay? It's a business, okay? Investors want to see the money. If Activision Blizzard is not releasing any popular games in the next 18 months, which is what it looks like, besides Call of Duty and Candy Crush, the Candy there's Crush. nothing else, and there's nothing else coming out. Investors want to see zeros. And I don't mean the bad zeros. I mean the good ones, okay? And so... Activision Blizzard is not going to be able to show for next year a reason why investors should invest in the company, which is why the stock dropped off 18%. Now, if you believe in Activision, like I might believe in Activision, and know that eventually everything comes back around, this too shall pass. So for anyone that wants to make an investment, I, have, I am not legal advisor to any investments, but if you were to invest in a company that's really low, Outside of their normal average, I would see that maybe during normal business, over a course of two to three years, you get a return on that money <laughs> right. because it's not like Activision Blizzard's going anywhere, right? <clears throat> you know, just like just like Bank of America and Chase during the banking crisis was two dollars a share, two dollars, two dollars. Do you guys think Bank of America and Chase were going to fold up and go away? Nope. Did somebody invest in Chase and Bank of America when they were $2? Yep. Is somebody not worried anymore? Yep. Right. Yep. I'm not worried anymore. All right. I'm going to talk about a couple, a couple of stories here. Fortnite. Fortnite uh, is no longer in China. Um, I can't even, I can't even read this article. It's not in English. Hold on. Fortnite is shutting down in China. Okay, shutting down in China. Is it shut down or just Fortnite just is shutting held down? Back? No, shutting down in China on November fifteenth. Um, wow. Fortnite China knows Fortress Night. Wow, Epic's just getting punched in the in the all, in the Chinese translation. Fall, baby. Will no longer be available according to the game's official website. The version of Fortnite in China is quite different from what the rest of the world plays. 
and was only available to authorized Chinese internet providers. The test for Fortress Night, is what it's called, has come to an end and will shut down the server in the near future, reads the Google translation on the website. Indicates that the registration of the new players and downloaded portal will un be unavailable of no November 1st, and the game will become inaccessible and to existing players on November 15th. So there you go. So, so, so then here's my question. So Epic gets kicked out of China. How much do you want to bet that Epic will make a deal with Xbox to put Fortnite on Game Pass in India? <laughs> well, okay. Fortnite's free huh? anyway for everybody else. It's free. Yeah, but not in India yet. Not until they get a bunch well, no, of it's, Well, it's free Pass. when it comes on. Well, it doesn't need to be on Game Pass. It's literally free. You can play free on the Xbox and PlayStation and your mobile phone, anything for oh, free. Oh, then they're fine. Yeah. They're fine. Yeah. They're fine. So that's that's that. Uh, another story. I think this is pretty interesting. Um, the article doesn't go into the sales number, and this is why I think it's a little sketchy. Sketchy, but Left for Dead Two has more players than Back for Blood. Now, what they don't tell you, this is on Steam only, on Steam only. So Game Pass has nothing to do with it. Okay, it was on sale on Steam. So Left for Dead Two and Left for Dead were on sale on Steam a couple of weeks ago. Okay because of the Halloween and stuff, they, 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 they put it on sale. Sure. But the fact that, I think it was like 2,000, the article says. Here, hold on one second, let me read it. Yeah, so, so Left 4 Dead and Back 4 Blood were both on there, and as of writing this, Left 4 Dead has 18,000 active players playing, while Back 4 Blood had 16,000 players. Meanwhile, the last 24 hours saw a peak of 35,500 for, for Left 4 Dead, and 25,700 players, okay, respectively. Left 4 Dead also saw a massive spike on September 14th, eclipsing Back 4 Blood all-time high. Now, the story is, look, Left 4 Dead 2 is a 12-year-old fucking game, okay? Sarge, yeah. why do you think Left 4 Dead 2 is pl being played more 12 years later than the brand-new Back 4 Blood game out right now on PC, on Steam? This is this is also a hard thing to discuss. So, what's the name of the I, I, I'm Turtle I Rock? Blank sometimes. Turtle Rock is the one that made Back for Blood, right? Yes. All right. So, and, and they, they was, also made Left for Dead twelve years ago. Right. They were the same guys. Yeah, same people. Right. But but they were under they, Valve when they did that. But didn't they also make Evolve? They did. That was their first game after they left Valve, and they made Evolve. Okay. So if I follow the breadcrumb trail, after you made a really good game. You decided to make a game on your own. You made Evolve, which I thought was a good concept, by the way. I yeah. think it was a horrible game. But the the way that they treated the game and the way that they treated the, change, the micro change, right, change. the way they treated the microtransactions for that game gave people a bad taste in their mouth. So now when the same people came out with Back for Blood with the coattails of Left for Dead on them, but decided to put in these card things in there, I think maybe the mental the mental acuity of people were like, well, what are the cards for? What do I need cards for? Isn't it just a zombie game? Like, what are you trying to sell me? Right. But in, in reality, what the guys were trying to do is just make an easy way for the mechanics in the game to build a character up in a specific way. But I don't think the people who saw that, who know about the last game that they made, think that way. Maybe to them, they <clears throat> saw a repeat of them trying to find a way to sell things to you that you don't really need to play a game that you already played. So seeing Back for Blood come out made those people think about the original game that they loved 
And so they went back to play that one instead of the new one. Right. So if you think about it, it's almost like a compliment and a dig at the same time. Right. Because you are playing the studio's older game in honor of them. But they're not making that money. But not the new game that just came out. Yeah. I think it has to do with perception. I think what they did with Evolve and how they went to micro, like nickel and dime everyone for microtransactions and that kind of put them off for that. And then when they came out, they're like, oh, this is Left 4 Dead 3? Oh, no, it's back for blood. Oh, it's the same company who does Left 4 Dead, but they don't with Valve anymore. They're on their own. Oh, wait, that's the guys who made Evolve? Oh, I don't know. And not to mention, not to mention, if you think about the title, Back for Blood sounds like the developers are coming back for the money they didn't make on the last game. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like the developers back are coming up blood. with a game called Back for Blood. We're coming back to our fan base to get blood from them. I like because we didn't get the money from Evolve. Like we, that's what it sounds we like. T- we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I played the game. I like the game. It's still too slow. I haven't been back to play it. I haven't been back to play it. I, I, I finished the first act. And I never went back to finish the game. I want to go back I mean, and finish the game. If, if you want to actually finish it one time, I'll go back. But it does it doesn't draw me. Did you did you finish the game? I never finished it. Oh, you never finished it. I've yeah, been, I've, the farthest I got was like the middle of Act Two. Yeah, I there's just something about it, man. It doesn't feel. I just love the fact that Left for Dead Two and One, you were in a movie. You're in the movie, and you're you're the characters in a movie, and then there's like credits at the end, and and this doesn't yes. feel like that at all. This, no, this this feels very convoluted to make convoluted, right? No, it's 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 a, it, it's a fun game. It's a fun game. No, Left for Dead is a fun game. This is a fun game made not fun. You know, Left for Dead was I think Left for Dead was a lot quicker. Like the pace of the game was quicker, was it not? Is that am I mistaken? It's much on that? faster, much chat, quicker. Chat, did you anybody in chat played me uh, Left 4 Dead? Isn't Left 4 Dead a little bit more quicker, like a quicker paced game? Oh, it's not a little bit quicker. It's a it's a fuck lud quicker. Like like the only slow parts is like when you heard the witch and everyone had to slow down and shut the fuck up. Like I remember playing the game and everyone was like running around and everyone was like shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. The witches around, shut up. Like because you right because yeah. you knew because you knew the shit was about to go down, right? Yeah. <laughs> it comes at you, and it was grainy. I remember the graphics were grainy on purpose. They were like it looked like an old movie. Yeah, it's it's just not. It's just not. I don't know, man. It's 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 fun, it's a, but it's not. It's not as fun as Left for Dead, man. And and look, thirty five thousand other people thought the exact same thing, and they went back and played the other game. Yes, yeah, but, it yeah, was but on they, sale, but it's still twelve years old, and they went back and played that instead of the new game. Instead of the new game. Yeah. Which is on Game Pass, by the way. Right. You could play it for free. Well, so the, if, people, if those people on so, PC had a like, Xbox. Well, so people people bought actually, a 12-year-old game actually, on sale? So people bought a game on sale that was 12 years I have old a over them playing a game for free? Does anybody know, is Back for Blood on Game Pass on PC as well? If you have Ultimate? Or is it just on Xbox Game Pass for a console? Uh, that I don't know. Because if it's on Game Pass Ultimate... Then that would that would even be worse because then you can you can play it for your PC. Well, it's not it's not that it's worse. It's just that it seems. Don't you find it a little strange that people would buy a twelve year old game on sale than to play a game that you get free on Xbox? Doesn't yeah, that sound weird. Yeah. Right. Here's a game on Xbox. Here's a that's that's the thing that bothered me is like why is it on Game Pass? It's brand new. Why was it on Game Pass? 
Right. Didn't you want to sell it for like 40 bucks or something? Isn't that what the price was? What was what was the I actual price? I think it is price? $40. I think it is $40. Yeah. I think it's $40. All right. Another next story. Netflix gaming service now available in the U.S. Um, so right now, Netflix announced today that it is expanding its gaming service over 190 countries, including the United States, Canada. However, the gaming features still require subscribers to own either an Android smartphone or a tablet to play. Netflix games will start rolling out Netflix mobile apps starting November 3rd. Users can also download Netflix games from Google Play Store starting today. Among uh, among the games, including servers, Stranger Things 3, the game, unfortunately, it will not be able to use a wireless controller on the mobile controller like the Razer Kish as the games on Netflix games apps use touch controls only when playing on Netflix official app. Netflix notes that this games app requires a subscription, so it's streaming service, and also there's no ads, additional fees, or microtransactions, while iOS support is not yet available for Netflix and says it will roll out in the incoming months. There you go, Sarge. More games to play that you won't play on Netflix gaming app. Yeah, but once again, the, the conversation is always the same. I only have so many hours a day to play video games. I don't have unlimited. How many monthly charges do I want in my in my wallet to actually play video games because I'm a gamer? Like I don't need to have all this shit. I could just have the one. I don't I can't gain more time. Okay. I can get a bunch of games, but I can't gain more time. And by the way, I found out the name of that app was. It's called True Bill. Right? For anybody out there who's got too many monthly who's got oh, too many bill. monthly from yeah. last week. I got it. Yeah. Whoever's got too many monthly uh, charges that you don't know you have, that you're supposed to download Truebill and it'll tell you what you're paying for that you don't remember paying for. Ah, yeah, that's a real thing. Interesting. That's real. That's a real app. Uh, I can't, Krebs, come on, man. Uh, the age difference between you and me has got to be pretty big, right? I remember, listen, I owned all systems at one time. All systems. I'll save you in the seat in the theater next to me. What's out December 17th? What's out December 17th? Sp Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, the movie? Spider Spiderman. Mr. Oh. Spiderman. Yeah. Netflix <laughs> is killing itself slowly. No, Netflix is fine. They just they just can't they gotta remember not to be uh uh blockbuster. That's all. Next story, Nintendo is closing two of its offices. Nintendo announced it's closing two of its offices locations based in North America, displacing a number of employees within the company. Nintendo is one of the biggest, or recently it was revealed that Nintendo has closed two of offices. These shutdowns include operations in Redwood City and Toronto, according to the report of Kotaku. The closure of these offices displaces approximately 100 employees. Um, in the statement from Nintendo, the reason for shutting down the office locations was an effort to make operations more central located. According to Nintendo, at least some of these uh, displaced employees will be moving from the smaller uh, offices of Redwood City and Toronto to Nintendo of America headquarters location in Redmond, Washington and Vancouver, British Columbia. These closing of these offices locations is no doubt frustrating for some employees in the company, while the reason behind the closures re restructuring are not apparent at this time. There you go. Nintendo is moving a bunch of people. I, I, I don't want to say it's only 100 people, real, but it's 100 people. Real, real estate deals. They sell real estate for whatever it is. They move their offices to someplace cheaper. That's easy. Yeah. If it, if, it was, if it's not a big story, it's not some kind of upheaval, all it is is them selling property, moving people around. It's just business as usual. Yeah, normal business. Yeah. If let's say for right, Let's say for right now, the square footage for the building that they're in is way overpriced for the area because of what's going on. And they know they can move someplace else for cheaper and get get money for the get money for the property now if they're leasing or or if they own it. 
You move. That's it. All right. Ne- next story. Go ahead. I, I have to. I have to imagine. I have to imagine that in uh, cities in like Oregon, I'm sure Vancouver's in a beautiful city. I've heard that maybe they got a better deal. Well, they've already been there. They're just yeah. they're just downsizing. Uh, GameStop chief operating officer leaves after seven months. A new report reveals that the chief operating officer of GameStop is leaving the company after working for seven months. What is this seven Why? month thing? Why? What's the seven month thing? Well, because you get because you collect your bonus after seven months. Yeah, the seven you, months you, for the you, Blizzard you, girl, seven months, seven months you, for yeah, the other guy. Yeah, if you work seven months out of the year, then you quit. You can still get your bonus for the year. Oh, is that what it is? Them. Yeah, it's got to be. But yeah. let, but but let's wait. Let's back up, bro. I thought they were getting ready to turn GameStop around. I don't know what they're right? doing with GameStop. I they're, don't think they know what they're doing they with were, GameStop. He was he was getting ready to turn it around. We're getting ready to GameStop's getting ready to blow up, dog. Like, <laughs> no, no, they're not. Game, no, GameStop game, is still GameStop. So one of the executives, Gina Owens, the chief operating officer of GameStop Corp, has also recently agreed to leave the company. And all their surprising part is that Owens is leaving the company seven months after joining it. Uh, a report of the uh, Reuters News website states that Owens leaving the first major departure for the company since GameStop hired Matt Furlong as the new CEO back in June this year. Owens previously worked as an executive for Google, Amazon, and started working for GameStop earlier this year in March as a chief operating officer for the company. At the time of writing this, GameStop did not provide any explanation for why Owens is leaving the company now. However, they did state in the regulatory filing that the company and Owen had reached a separation agreement. According to the Post, a filing said that Owen will be entitled to her severance package and to, to a severance package, and her duties will be taken up by other GameStop managers for the time being. Ooh, severance package. Yeah. I hope she's okay. I hope the seven months working at GameStop as a district manager weren't the CEO. Hard. She's the oh, CEO. The CEO. Oh, I hope it wasn't difficult. I wonder if there's more behind that story, though. That seems weird that you, after seven months of starting, you're being asked to leave, and yeah, they're because, getting and they're getting yeah, because, your severance package because you didn't come up with the magical idea to stop the business from failing. You had seven months to stop us from failing. Go, and they're like, okay, you guys sell video games. Everyone's buying digital now. How do you want me to fix that? Case closed. Like, like, do you want do you want me to do you want me to start you a website? You can sell games digitally. From, <laughs> Wait, like, you already I, have that. You like, already like, have that. You're fired. Next guy, seven, give him seven months. You got seven months to save us. Go. Like, what? You sell video games that no one wants to buy anymore. It's all digital, right? You would have to copy a thousand James, a thousand Sarges to come in and buy all your shit every month, but you don't <laughs> have it because they buy digital. Right. All right. The worst companies, worst, I'm sorry, the top most hated video game companies. At number five, we've got Capcom. At number four, we have Ubisoft. At number three, we have Microsoft. At this number, is a, this is a tough one. Who's got number two? Number two, who is it, guys? Is it Activision or EA? Who do you think is number two? Activision I, or EA? I, I think EA is going. I think EA is going for five years in a row. So that's got to be Activision's number two. That's right, Sarge. Activision is number two, and the winner for the most hated number one of all time is EA. EA is yeah. the most hated they, video game company, but yet they still bring they in still three billion dollars a, a quarter. <laughs> they, they're still stealing from you, but you hate them. Imagine hate if they were loved, I, how much money I, they would make. They make I, $3 billion. I, I hate you. Here's my money. I hate you. Here's my money for FIFA. Here's my money. I hate you. you know, it's bullshit, dude. It's bullshit. <laughs> I don't understand. 
They're hated. They're the most hated company in the world. But you keep, but you give them but money. For some reason, they still make three point eight billion dollars. Just imagine if they were loved. How much money they would make if they were yeah, loved? They're completely fine being hated. Yeah. They're like, it's, le oh. it's it's less pressure. They don't have to worry about trying to impress anybody. If right? if, if three point eight billion is what you get when you when you're hated, guys, hit that down button. Hit that download button right now. Thumbs down. <laughs> like, what the hell? I don't understand. I don't understand how someone can hate you so bad and be like, just like Sarge did. <laughs> I hate you. Take my money. It's like, what, what is happening? Yeah, that's what they do. Take my money. I hate you. Take my money. Oh, I don't, so I don't... good looking. Take my money. Uh, those of you that you might have a shot at getting a, a graphics card come January. Okay, the NVIDIA 3080 Ti and 3070 Ti, 16 gigabyte rumored to be coming in January. NVIDIA is getting ready to Where? release yet more products into the market with a recent rumor announcing that launch day of two of its 30 series cards. Now, I hope this is in store and not online because if it's online, it's already sold out. Okay, it's already sold out. But if it's in store, I will, I will go. Um, according to a report, reference the tweet, two cards being de uh, developed by NVIDIA will announce on December 17th, namely RTX 3070 and the 3080. The leak claims that both of these products will be hitting the shelves on January 11th. Both of these cards will be newer iterations of the GPU that already is out. The new 3070 Ti will have double the RAM uh, and the predecessor, which is 8 gigs, and the 3080 will have 12 gigs compared to the current 10 gigs. Uh, the report gives that release the rumor to release... The RTX 2060s, which will have 12 gig RAM, and by launching on December 7th, the newer version of the 2060 will be built and turning process develop of the NVIDIA. But it doesn't say if it's going to be in stores. It just says it's the shelves. That could be shelves, virtual shelves. I hope it's coming to an actual... I'm looking for a graphics card, man. I need a graphics card. Um, 30 Anvil's back. Oh, is it back on Game Pass? Sweet. Good game. It's a pretty good game. So that's that. Let me see if we have another. Let's see. Uh, you guys didn't know Bethesda Skyrim edition. It's coming out. It's got a whole bunch of new stuff coming out into Skyrim. You can check that out. Uh, also, a decade later, Ubisoft has finally given the green light for a new Splinter Cell game. About goddamn time. But they don't like single player games. They don't like them. About they goddamn want, they time. Want, they want open world Assassin's Creed forever. Can't do you can't do Metal Gear. No one likes it. Uh in other news, real quick story. Uh PlayStation hits 50 million subscribers on their PlayStation Plus near or nearing 50 million subscribers. Uh it's the PlayStation equivalent to Game Pass, but not. Right, it doesn't offer as much as, but it still offers stuff for the PlayStation people. But no one talks about the PlayStation Plus, just like no one talks about Stadia. Right, like nobody, but 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 PlayStation Plus has got 50 million subscribers, and that's a lot more than Game Pass. So <clears throat> people want to pay more for less. See that they would they would rather pay more for less than pay. I don't know. Um, Activision Blizzard buys a digital legends to make a new call of duty mobile games so they bought another company that does mobile games so they'll be doing that uh another another thing is that um what is this uh there'll be paid exclusive content for call of duty vanguard that's only on playstation exclusive content uh don't know 
It says here that there's also five cosmetic items every three months. So um, that's Sony bought another another uh, thing for them. And then also rumored Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 could have a realistic gore honor system. Okay, so uh, perhaps due to the size of the franchise and the annual release cycle of Call of Duty leaks happen in a semi-consistent basis, uh, basis, sometimes these leaks are legit. Other times are fake rumors or misinformation. Uh, the information comes from Twitter account, Ralph's Val, uh, which relatively new account on social media sites seems mainly tweeted about Call of Duty news, Infinite War hiring, uh, and nature of that. Uh, it says, according to the tweet, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign will have realistic gore and death animations with the, with the example given that when enemies are shot, they may beg for their lives, insult you, call out for their mother, uh, uh, grunt, moan, groan, death, rattle, uh, have uh, they're making convulsions. A little, they're making it a little too real, huh? They, they, they may even have it persuade on the, on the wounds to try to stop bleeding. They're also supposed to have a realistic gore with potential for limbs to fly off and more. Well, if shit. I don't, I, I don't hell that, hell that loose does that yeah, right but, now. Yeah, they do, but you don't need to add in all the... You're going to give people PS, PTSD. There's no reason to do I, it I that think realistic. The reason, well, I think the reason they're doing it is so people can write articles about it to get more buzz about it. Right, I mean that that would be the reason. There, listen, there's a certain amount of realism in the game that's okay, but there's no reason to try to recreate the moment exactly as it is. We actually have people who went to war. I, oh, I yeah. know, I know, I know all the wars oh, yeah. that you guys think are are over, but we're constantly sending our boys over to other countries to fight them for whatever reasons they have. So we do have people who are in war and come back and then play video games, and you end up giving them a game that gives them PTSD. It's a little fucked up. Yeah, right? no, uh, Viking in in chat was tell, telling a story last week about it. He can't. He can't. He couldn't play um, uh, Insurgents because it, it was too much for him. It was too I, much for him. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. <clears throat> and I, I mean, I when we're playing Hell at Loose, obviously it's World War Two, and we're on the beach of right in Omaha Beach or, or Utah Beach, and you're trying to get on that beach. Okay, uh, obviously I didn't. I've I've never been to war. Okay, I've seen movies of war, war, but when I'm in the as the player and I'm running on that beach and I, I'm. I'm thinking, I said this the other day on stream, I was, I was like, how in the world did you do it? Did you do it when you were 18 years old? Just yeah. tossed up there, right? You had yeah. no idea. And then all of a sudden you see things that like, yeah, I feel it. And I didn't go to war. So the people that are in war, like, holy shit, right? Obviously, remember a couple of years ago when Call of Duty came out and people were in a, in a pause because it was too realistic. And they were like, they were like, oh, well, they were all, all these news reports. That's why I said, yeah. I think they're doing yeah, but it. That's, but that's because it might have been too close to home. Well, that's maybe that's maybe let's why. be honest. The people that were that were complaining about it were people that take slow drip coffee and they've never they've never been punched in the face, let alone seen a, a, a battlefield. OK, the, the people that were writing articles back then were were literally never been punched in the face with a with a, a fight, a fist fight, let alone a war that they've been in with PTSD. I'm just saying, just saying. It's it's I'm on both sides of the fence on this one. I don't look at it as a as a cool factor for a video game. I look at it as if you're trying to make it realistic, so it shows it shows younger guys what it might actually be like, a little inkling of what it might actually be like, to make them respect about what those people do, then that's a win. But if you're trying to glorify it to the point where you're just trying to make it cool all the time, then it's a different set of circumstance. I believe, I believe a little bit of both, but if you're trying to make it that realistic, it should be for a better cause than just trying to make it a cool game. Right. Well, uh, look, look what uh, 
What do you say? Oh, the 12. He said he said it earlier in chat. Brandon said, I said it earlier in chat. The servers broke with 12 dudes playing in, in a closed server last night for Vanguard. <laughs> well, if that's true, Battlefield's going to have a lot of problems when it has 128 players on the map with everything going on. It's going to be it's going to be it's going to be glorious. I mean, I, it's going to be glorious. I, I, I'm, I'm actually excited to see what's going to happen. Not that I'm excited about the game working, but I want to see if it does work. Right. All, right. All the footage you guys have seen, that was on PC. Maxed out PCs. None of that was on console. None of that. Right. Exactly, None. Wolverine. Exactly. Right. <laughs> All right. Now, now people, now people, they, 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 have, they have no idea. They have no idea of the, the, what people did to get where we are today and, and what they're doing now to destroy it. They have no idea because we don't. This is a completely different conversation, but there is no history anymore. Uh, that is the end of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast. That Holy goes, shit, dude. That's a long ass fucking show. Yes, yeah, two 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 and a half hours. Well, two hours and 20 minutes. Um, Last time I looked at the clock, it was 930. What the hell happened? Yeah. It's at uh, 285 is in the can. We do appreciate you guys coming out and watching. If you like this episode, please make sure you get that thumbs up. Make sure you go check out our audio formats of the podcast as well. They're usually up by the weekend. Uh, on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey over on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. We really don't tweet a lot, but you can follow us. Sure. Why not? Um, Generation Sex Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. We're live every single Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, right here. Uh, we have two more shows in November, and then we're taking a week off because I'm out of town, and it's Thanksgiving. Uh, and then we'll be back. So just to preempt, I'll, I'll let you guys and remind you that we're back on the 11th. We're back on the 18th. We're off the 25th. And then we'll see you in December for like two or three shows. And then we're off for the new year. Um, and we'll be back uh, for season eight. We only have like six shows left, Sarge. And then we're at season eight of, of this podcast, which is. Crazy. Whatever. It's crazy. <laughs> Whatever. Posted articles for 286 now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Give me a second before you guys do that, because when you guys post some stories in there, I, I put the banner up, and then all the stories are above it. I won't read those. It's anything below the banner. I'm just letting you know. So you have to repost it after the banner goes up. Uh, I do appreciate you very much. Uh, we are going to play some Hell Let Loose, so I'll see you guys in a couple of minutes. Um, take care. Later. Take, take care, guys. that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.